What's going on, guys? This is Leo Rush, the fastest rising star in professional wrestling today, and you are now listening to the Quincy Jones Show with Quincy Jones and the hip-hop hybrid legend, Doc Lesnar. I was going to say, this is the 101 episode, daddy. Man, back like we never left. I mean, it's, uh, first of all, the first one after the first 100, so uh, feels good to be back. Thanks again, everyone who uh, checked out the uh, special episode number 100 with yeah. none other than Man of the Hour, Leo Rush. Um, and again, you know, he just released his uh, his new album, Ever After, uh, what, Monday of yeah, this yeah. Uh, this week, man. So go the ahead and get fire, that. Boy. And uh, he's also actually, uh, he's selling some of his, uh, I was kind of worried. I was like, man, maybe, I hope this is not a sign that he's out the game. But he's selling a lot of, uh, you know, history-making attires from uh, Mm -hmm. WWE as well as, uh, you know, his independent career. And I was like, oh, man, I don't know. But, you know, I digress. I am Quincy Jones. Go, and to my right is the best tag team partner a guy could ask for. And the hip-hop hybrid legend, as Leo Rush put it. Doc, listen, I'm in the building, baby. We here and 99 more to go till we hit 200. Am I right? Damn right. And, and I mean, and, and running. Yeah, and, and running. gunning. Hey, you know what I mean? Speaking of running and gunning right out the gate, like yes. a bat out of hell, man. We got some news, don't we? Well, you got some news. And uh, speaking of uh, running and gunning, or speaking of not running and gunning, I uh, got some updated news. Uh, as we know, obviously, there's a pandemic going on outside. No man is safe from. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there's different uh, regulations and restrictions being put in place. Everyone has a different plan and whatnot. I'm not going to get too political here. But worth noting, as it does dip into our sacred world of professional wrestling, it is worth noting that professional wrestling may be uh, absent from the state of Illinois for a while. And, uh, you know, why that's a big deal is for those that know, obviously, Chicago is in Illinois, uh, home of uh, the cons. Uh, they, I mean, a lot of them stay there. They go back home for uh, Thanksgiving. And plus, they also have had uh, uh, numerous, uh, you know, of uh, uh, events there, all in, all out, as well as Revolution. Yeah, it's like a um, uh, basically like home home court. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, they actually even had another episode of, uh, I think it was the Thanksgiving episode was in Chicago again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, uh, worth noting is, uh, you know, the governor recently announced, uh, that's J.B. Uh, Pritzker, uh, announced until there is a vaccine of, quote, highly effective treatment to combat the COVID-19 pandemic, large gatherings and conventions will be banned from the state. This would include AEW's annual Labor Day weekend event all out. Uh, prior to the formation of AEW, members of the elite produced the all-in event from the Sears Center in Illinois, a show that featured a mix of ROH, Impact, and uh, New Japan wrestlers. Once again, AEW became official when they returned to the Sears Center for last August's all-out pay-per-view, which saw Chris Jericho become the first ever AEW world champion. Of course, we already know this, but again, um, you know, it just goes on to state that the Bucks, uh, you know, and as as well as the executive VPs, Cody and as well as President Tony Khan have all, you know, obviously wanted to make all out a Chicago tradition. Um, so this is definitely interesting. Um, obviously, we already saw that, you know, Las Vegas was supposed to be supposedly the home for double or nothing. But, yep. you know, uh, I mean, because I don't know how many casinos they got out in, in Florida that way. I mean, I, I'm yeah. just not a Floridian. 
uh, oh. local to know that. But yeah, uh, but May 23rd is still going down. I'm pretty pumped, man. That car yeah. is starting to come Next together. Saturday, too, we're definitely going to have to get together. With, with No, dude, no excuses. We're going to have to get McFly on the horn and get some, uh, you know, place our – Bets, so to speak, on some predictions and whatnot. Then, uh, you know, that KJS championship's going to be on the line. More on that, brother, brother. Oh, yeah, man, I'm pretty excited for that. I mean, one of the main matches I am excited for is that uh, TNT title match, man, Cody versus Lance uh, Archer, which I know we didn't know if we wanted it to come down to them with that program. But, I mean, like, uh, what's crazy is yeah. you, you got some news on uh, – Well, you know, there's some news, some in the window, as they say, again, in the crazy world of pro wrestling yeah, news. surrounding um, that title belt. Well, well, first of all, there was uh, a little bit of rumor. I think you heard about this, you know, because it was uh, – Worth stating that um, a lot of people were saying that Sting could have been a possibility as far as an individual picked by AEW to present the TNT Championship come, uh, you know, to the winner actually after the match, come uh, double or nothing. Which is crazy. Much like Bret Hart last year with the World, you know, with the AEW Championship. But a lot of people were thinking, wait, but, you know, He's WWE, but no, his uh, contract is apparently up. I was just going to say, okay, so yeah, I've been hearing these things because I know I talked to you about uh, Mysterio's contract seemingly coming up in October. It doesn't sound like he's having any kind of conversations, although I think some of the prelims of his uh, contract this time was to push his son. But, I mean, if Kane's out, I don't think they're going to put money into his son right now financially. You know what I mean? So that might be a plan that's not still on the floor. So, but I, I, had, I had heard him and Sting were, were like names that could be up in the air. But wow, I didn't know that. So he's not with WWE. He's not. He's uh, no longer under WWE contract. I don't know. I mean, he could be in the middle of the go. I mean, you know how we'll these never things get that go. match with Taker. Um, Boneyard, baby, you could have uh, had. What could have been? Who knows? Um, hey, but, went off. But because the news broke that he was, you know, no longer under contract, a lot of people were speculating that he was going to be the individual. And I mean, like we talked about it off the. Uh, off the air, I mean, just the potential uh, surprise of someone who represented what we, you know, is known so long as the franchise, the WCW, oh, yeah. which was obviously, you know, the landmark show for professional wrestling from the oh, Turner Network. You oh, got, yeah, TNT. You know what I mean? He and, sold a bunch of merch for that network. I, I'm sure sold a, a, bu- of a bunch of seats. I'm sure, yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I'm sure sold a bunch of main events as well, but mm-hmm. – uh, I mean, I was thinking what better uh, – I mean, what awesome way. You know, you already got Brett, you know, with the world championship, obviously a world champion caliber Honestly, person. I don't know if there's anybody else besides Paige, but they've already kind of used Paige enough times that you can now, now, bring you know into that role from but Paige, that. But Paige was a, t- a TV champion a few times. So the, no, or, I'm sorry, United States champion, I'm, actually. I'm even so. thinking about just a guy that represents that heyday oh, just when that the last t- yeah. time wrestling was at this height on the Turner Network. And the only I think other a guy person, like think, Sting like, is Flair, really – Flair's probably the only other yeah, guy, maybe. Yeah, and they tried to get him last year, but they got Brett. So it seems like there's a pattern in getting these Deathlock slash Sharpshooter guys. <laughs> I, I was about to, you feel me? It's these submission so, guys, if you will. Oh, man. But so, um, but so no, but the, not No, be... the official announcement, and it, it, you know, it was kind of weird how they announced it. On yeah, I thought it would have right, been a little right. bit bigger news uh, with the way they revealed it on Dynamite. Right. You know, we'll get into that after the break, obviously, as we usually do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Iron Mike Tyson, uh, yeah. which is – it's really hot already because of the fact that he just dropped that video of him uh, in, back in the the gym, like yeah, teasing a return. You know what yeah. I mean? And you know it's been popping off social media. Everybody's been commenting on it and stuff like that. So it's like very interesting the timing of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do have a little bit of information because for those that may not know, he actually obviously you know Vegas being almost like a oh, second yeah, home to him. Yeah, he was uh, he was backstage mm-hmm. at Double or Nothing last year. Yeah. Really enjoyed his time there. But it's even it, isn't it even funnier though because it's like. 
he is like in the, is he not in the Hall of Fame? No, no, I don't think he's in the WWE Hall of Fame, right? I think he might be. I'm gonna double check we, that we while may, we, we may talk, to, but, but, but I mean to that point. He, but yeah. as far as wrestling, he would yeah. be linked to WWE or yeah, WWF. The, you know, exactly from the Attitude Era. Was it WrestleMania 14? Uh, him, Sean versus Stone Cold. Him as Special Enforcer. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like, he, if anything, he's remembered for highly being involved in handing Stone Cold Steve Austin his uh, first WWE title win. You know, with that whole enforcer uh, role with him and Sean and all that. But, yeah, I, I want to say he may be a WWE Hall of Famer. I mean, regardless, you know, it's just kind yeah. of – yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Celebrity wing, <laughs> yeah, celebrity wing. With the but, says, joins non wrestlers Bob Euchre, mm-hmm. uh, for Refrigerator Perry, Pete Rose, and Drew Carey. Man, you know, but I'm not mad at at you know Iron Mike. Yeah, that was a, 2012. Is a, is a big name where he's an icon outside of oh, his definitely. own sport. Definitely, you know, where I would respect it. You know, uh, versus like. You know, I mean, no no offense to Malone or Rodman who stepped out of their sport to, you know, step between the ropes. I don't think it would carry as much weight. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, he Tyson got them hands, you know. And it, it is weird. Like you say, he does have those attitude error kind of ties to him. But it'll be interesting to see how they present it. And I was surprised, too. There was not a lot of fanfare in the announcement. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I thought it would have, you know, you would have had Excalibur just like, you know, on his Tope Supercita level of uh yeah. <laughs> of announcing Iron on now and like Tyson. yeah i mean you know and they i don't know maybe it was or real maybe JR. maybe it was real last minute like it literally happened during the broadcast like that that it was sealed up like that you know what it i mean mu- it must have um but you know but it is worth noting that yeah he's going to be there to uh, present the tnt championship to the winner after the match uh they said no word on uh, if there's any other participation in uh planned or involved with him post uh the the event or even uh you know past just the presentation of the belt mm. um you know we could get another like you know maybe a you know him getting in the grill of lance archer if he if it's him i mean i'm not that's not my prediction let's not get it twisted but I, I could see him doing something you know something like that i mean because i was going to say if swagger even had a shot in it as opposed to sammy and he made it to the finals yeah you know that would have been a good shot too uh I was, I was, i'm sorry not swagger i'm sorry man hager Hagar. Hagar. I was going to say, I mean, we we brought up, uh, yeah, Big Hurt. See, that's another, that Big Hurt, Iron Mike, that could be mm, crazy. I'm saying. But, but uh, no, nah, I mean, another, I mean, we, we brought up, you know, the whole attitude era and the person, you know, that definitely it reminds us for, of, you know, we talk about Stone Cold. It's like Becky Lynch, obviously modern day. We got, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention She's going to be out of, uh, of action. She announced that she wanted to confront the winner of the Money in the Bank uh, early on. I think the week of, yeah. the home week of And Money you know what? Bank. I sh- I shot on her for a few weeks because I was just like, well, I guess that that means it's going to be somebody from Raw. Remember I mean, I was, it, it, yeah, I mean. I, and it was. It, yeah, it, it, it was. Yeah, it definitely was. But it, it makes sense because we didn't really understand what, what the notion was or the motive behind, like, announcing that is. You know what I mean? Like, it's like. Are you just going to try to make him call this shot and get it over with or what? You know, but we all found out that she is uh, Prego. She is uh, the man is going to be the ma or the mom is, you know, so many different variations of the shirt. Have you seen the, uh, the, the, the little man? Uh, the no, movie poster I, uh, meme yet? No, that that's pretty good though. I, yeah. I I can only imagine. I mean, but yeah, it's great. So she based, you know, right now, especially with COVID. Um, well, first of all, if you're pregnant, you shouldn't be in the ring anyway. 
course. Uh, <laughs> but with COVID going around, it's it, that's like triple time. So she did have to, you know, admit that, you know, through uh, teary eyes, she had to relinquish the title. And that's when, you know, the winner of the Money Bank, Oscar, would come into play. Uh, but I, I'll be remiss, man, if I, if I didn't retell this really funny joke from WrestleTalk, man, when they did the review and they said, Oh, well, there you have it, you know, uh, for the uh, yet again, another Irish born champion has yeah. to relinquish the title, title yep. after uh, Seth works stiff. Yeah. Which, oh, I heard. I, I saw that as well. I, I mean, saw that as well. And it, 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 what he said, that's great. It, I mean, it's, it, I saw another one where it was like all three members of the shield from back in the day. And it was like uh, Roman Reigns pulls out of WrestleMania. <laughs> Dean Ambrose pulls out of WWE. Oh man! Uh, Seth Rollins never pulls out. Never pulls out. <laughs> I saw. Yeah, which I saw. Telling of I saw uh, another one where. Uh, well, I was talking with some of the you know some of the guys uh, from uh, GCF, and they were like, "Dude, so uh, what do you guys think? Uh, we're gonna get the Monday Night Messiah playing a whole miraculous conception angle, or what's up? Uh, that'll be crazy. Miraculous <laughs> concept. Oh man! But you know what? Though? Oh, I, I, I also I, I you just made me uh, remember these comments I just heard that Seth was being interviewed, and he kind of I guess he expressed he's been a little upset with WWE because of how they handled the Bray Wyatt Hell in the Cell debacle. Because obviously, I did hear about that. Yeah, you know he was just doing a job, but he felt like WWE just shoved all that heat right on him. Oh, they did, and, and so. As and and had he, him deal with it. Yeah, yeah 100%. And, and that's yeah. exactly what he said. And as much as he enjoys doing the Monday Night Messiah stuff, it was, I mean, he's not going to act like it wasn't a force of hand that he had to go that way. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, he, they, he was, uh, he was put in a hard position, man. And he, and he just, I mean, he was sitting duck, but he, he didn't put himself in that position. No. He was just doing what he was told. And exactly. I mean, he, it, they knew what they were doing. It's one of those things where he kind of made the bed a little bit, too, because even though or they he was didn't just know doing, what they were doing, I'm well, sorry. Well, I, yeah, no, I get you. I, I totally got what you meant. But to, I guess in the sense I say that because despite him doing what he's told, it's also his detriment that he's like clearly proved he's a company man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but uh, the only other news I had on the WWE side was we had another release on the NXT side. Uh, this uh, young lady, uh, she also participated. I, I want to say, I don't know if it was both times, but at least the first. It was both. Um, oh, it was. Okay, the May Young Classic. I That'd be uh, so. Rachel Evers, a.k.a. Rachel Ellering, the daughter of uh, famed manager Paul, Paul Ellering. Ellering. Yeah. Of, That's uh, pretty good, which, right? Just saw him mm-hmm. on the dark side of uh, the I was gonna, yeah, yeah. last I'm, ride of the uh, Road Warriors. That was uh, that was great, man. I, I mean, it was um, – they are by far, like, one of the great, greatest tag teams oh, yeah. ever. And – most I mean, like I, the only thing, like I said, I, you know, I had to remind myself that it wasn't so much a documentary than it was something documenting or documenting a certain uh, period of their run. You know, uh, unfortunately, highlighting some of the, the the more gruesome details of it, but very true. Um, but it definitely made me very curious about a lot of other stuff. But it was a good interview, man. It was interesting to see, you know, animal out of pain as well. Um, yeah, but it was all good. But yeah, I mean, uh, you know, not to go on a whole tangent, but yeah, uh, Rachel Ellering, unfortunately. Uh, has been um, released. Uh, yeah. Was there, I mean. Yeah, I was just going to add that, um, you know, it is uh, worth noting, though. I mean, she doesn't have to wait too long if she wants to go work somewhere else because uh, even though the, um, you know, main roster guys, I think they have more of a 60-day. Uh, the NXT releases only have 30 days, and that's actually up tomorrow. Or not tomorrow. I think, well, by the time this comes out, it'll be the day of. So, yeah, that'll be interesting to see, uh, like, the Leo Rushes and, you know, the other guys that have gotten uh, – well, was Leo Rush – yeah, he's an NXT guy, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that'll be interesting to see um, 
Yeah, I'm reading you know, up some Dennis. of the NXT re- uh, releases end up uh, even like a tie. Uh, Tanara may go because now her thirty days are up, stuff like that. So, um, but uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I just wanted it, it's already updated on like her uh, her Wikipedia and everything. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, she actually she suffered a torn ACL last oh, year that sidelined her for right, yeah. over a year. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm hoping that you know it, she wasn't still hurt. I mean, uh, you know, she, and, and she, yeah, she can get some work. You know, yeah, um, but. Uh, you know, speaking of, uh, some of the, uh, superstars that did get the, uh, the old axe, unfortunately during, um, what they call it, Black Wednesday, Wednesday yeah. uh, some news from, uh, Chad too bad for, uh, for one, he, he actually just, uh, filed for that trademark. So that was, uh, pretty interesting. That was my, that was my Chad. That was a, that was a great, that was a great text Fargs. No, <laughs> um, but, uh, it is worth noting that, uh, Carl Anderson machine gun K.A., had a shout out a uh, a tweet that said, "Listen, we had a decision to make in September of 2019. Dot dot. We clearly made the wrong one. In 68 days at midnight, the big LG and I will talk about it. All of it. And uh, tag talking shop tagged uh, Rocky Romero and had said hashtag top and talking shop a mania. Mm. Um, so obviously, you know, we're gonna get um, they're controlling their narrative. Not to borrow a narrative from EC3. Hello, so yeah." Um, you know, which I think is good. You know, a lot of guys, not to say it's bad, go to Austin or uh, Jericho and, you know, that's, which is great, you know, in terms of uh, yeah. exposure and stuff like that. And I'm not saying that's the sole, uh, you know, uh, motive behind doing it. I think it's just more or less, you know, from wrestler to wrestler, it's a better forum uh, platform so yeah. that nothing gets lost in translation. Mm. Uh, but it is good that you know they're gonna use their own you know platform that they've been talking about talking shop to kind of launch that. Yeah, it makes um, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes total sense. You know what I mean? Um, but they're gonna have to top it every time. I feel. <laughs> I mean, I don't but know. with Rocky, I'm sure they'll have enough content, stories, all that stuff, man. I mean, I, I'm sure we're gonna hear some stuff and probably get some uh, announcements as well as far as anything concerning their their uh, future. So hell yeah, man. definitely excited for that. Hell yeah, man. We're gonna get all those characters back. You realize that? Oh, oh, Trooper boy. Trooper boy. <laughs> oh hell yeah, man. Oh hell yeah, hell man. yeah. Yeah. Well, with that, the only thing I really wanted to round up was uh, we talked about that lawsuit uh, Andrew Luck had uh, thrown through or not through but at the wwe you know once he got fired and uh, i just had a little and this update. is the guy from the xfl correct yes um yeah he was the one that was the chosen to be you know come in and be the like chairman the overseer and all that yeah exactly and so just the a fall little, guy yeah basically you know <laughs> but just a little update on uh the you know WWE's response legally because uh, basically they, they want to just put out there that they say that they fired him for quote unquote gross neglect and uh before i explain that there was also additional things such as uh, personal use of a league-issued iPhone seems petty. Um, also, uh, it, they said for signing uh, former NFL player Antonio Callaway, uh, and I guess it was against Vince's orders as he told him uh, to strictly, quote, not sign anyone with any troubled legal histories. And uh, additionally, right. you know, because uh, during, you know, the training uh, portion, Callaway got injured and ended up costing XFL uh, medical and workers' compensation costs in, quote, excess of six figures. And uh, they also, you know, basically said he didn't uh, go, terminate Callaway in accordance with McMahon's instructions. But the big thing is uh, they basically say that he left the XFL headquarters in Connecticut to return home into uh, in Indiana, which, quote, unquote, 
disengaged from XFL's operations, put simply, at that very moment when his leadership as CEO was needed the most. Luck did not devote substantially all of his business time to the XFL as required by his contract. That sounds like they got one of the writers to write this. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a trip. So they, they, they definitely got a counter, uh, uh, you know, a, counterclaim a coming their way. Coming, I would think you know, so. Yeah, some I, sort of response. Yeah, you know, well, WWE ain't no fool and, and no stranger to courtrooms. So you know, I mean, they, they well, they should be. Yeah, I mean, given <laughs> they, a lot they, of the stuff, they really, that they really should practice legally. being, yeah, being they, strangers to, they, to they, the courtroom. Yeah, yeah, no. No doubt, they they got a <laughs> hell of a uh, one hell of a legal team. But yeah, that that's basically all I got on this side of the grapevine for the uh, wrestling news this week. Man. I felt like I had something else for WWE. I may I may be missing something. If so, I know you guys are probably yelling at us right now. But uh, I mean, it's just uh... oh well. I mean, I guess we could. What do you think about Money in the Bank? Oh yeah, yeah. You know what? I actually now I do remember what I was going to bring up. But uh, you know what? Uh, I don't want to get into like the whole thing, but yeah, as yeah, far no. as the match itself, yeah, I mean, I remember watching it with you, and you know, probably the dumb part about it was, you know, when they were all just in the weight room, like one by one, and you know, because <laughs> you saw how much Daniel Bryan was taking it serious when he walked in. You know what I mean? Well, it, it was um, weird. It was like he seemed really excited, but <laughs> it just also came off like he was like, "I can't believe we're about to do Let's this." Let's do this, guys. <laughs> Which is funny, ironic, because I heard that they filmed the weight. Uh, the weight room scenes last. Really? Yeah, the Otis was talking about how AJ was a little bit uh, skittish on taking the uh, the the what's it called the the bench. Um, really? The weight. Uh, yeah. That because, didn't even seem like it was that bad of a spot. Either. Well, originally, you know, with those kind of um, the the benches, like they're not they're really actually made designed where they're not supposed to like squash you. You know mm, what I mean? Gotcha. But uh, he kept he had to keep reassuring AJ. I guess like, man, I'm as strong as an ox. Strong as an axe, took it. Uh, oh yeah, it's like that. <laughs> but um, now I mean, as far as the match, uh, I you know I, I I enjoyed it. There were certain spots that we were like, okay, I get it, but we're supposed to believe that Laurenitis and uh, Brother Love just like are like like they're like uh I forgot their names. I gotta it look like it up. It's like Camp but... WWE almost, where it's like oh, oh these yeah. guys just live that you know. It's like it's like. Because I remember some of the stuff we were saying was, like, I was saying, like, Wayside School, meaning, like, there's just different floors where there's different characters. But you had hit the nail way more on the head, I think, when you had said it was more like... Uh, oh, the, uh, it's the, a it's a mad, 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 mad world. It's, it's, yeah, it really kind of was like that because there was this kind of melee and hijinks. Uh, and I, it, I will say this. I was very intrigued when they said it was going to be filmed, and then when they announced it was going to be simultaneously broadcasted yeah, that, with the men's I was, that, uh, and the women's. Like the same, that's the thing that I, I wasn't sure about um, because I think we all like the drama individually, especially when it shoehorns a show. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and but I think when you think about it, probably the way they end up having to cut it because they're not going to have a continuous shot of how they get to, like you said, the wayside school, like different floors yeah, and different yeah. things. So as a way to do like cut scenes, it's like we might as well just cut them together. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, and, um, and which it makes sense. And it's um, one of those things where it took away a lot of the big spots. The, the yeah, that, that's going true. Through a ladder, through anything, through an announce table, and then you kind of take away. I think what the only thing bigger than that is yeah, that's true. the element of can someone cash in tonight? Because if that's gonna that was that was the only thing that I was kind right? of just disappointed in. It's because of that. Um, because that's the unpredictability is what sells the whole inv- exactly. event as a brings, whole. But brings it all around. Um, yep. But yeah, th- th- I got my reference now. Stadler and Wald- Waldorf. That that was a uh, 
John Laurinaitis and and Brother Love, uh, like in the in the mansion of the, of the Muppet Show. <laughs> Pretty, yeah. But because it, it was just like the way that it's like okay, so we we're just supposed to believe that John Laurinaitis is just rolling around, you know, yelling people and, power to people. Yeah, and it was just funny because apparently then, like, a lot of people pointed out when Brother Love said "What's up?" to Rey Mysterio, and he said oh, "What's up?" and then he bounced. I guess they said when he zipped his pants, it made the sound effect like he got you know his package caught in it. Apparently, and I was just like, if that's true, and I'm not gonna go back and watch just for that, but that's like, that was my, the, it just so falls in line with my biggest thing. Whereas there was just too much Vince humor, like yeah, no, that I, I 100 percent like, agree. You know, like the food fight. The only thing I thought that was cool that came from the food fight though was Shayna choking out Ray, and then they yeah, did that like that funny. sandwich spot with Nia oh, Otis and, and Nia, Otis. Yeah. yeah, you know. But I didn't think they needed that. Like, yeah, it was a know. little bit too much, too, too much haha for my taste. Yeah, the stuff with um, Vince Man's office wasn't bad. But yeah, then, no, I mean him. I mean AJ is gonna play well. Yeah. in that situation, and then Daniel uh, Bryan was great as well. Um, um, you know, one thing that was worth noting actually was this pay per view was one actually one of the shorter yeah pay per views that they've had, that was and one of I the guess biggest talking points coming uh, out of this going forward that they're going to be filming shorter pay per views. You well, know, I mean, that's, just cheaper. That's good. You know what I mean? Uh, um, one the, the last thing I was going to ask before we go on break, and I I got to ask you, man, how would you feel about the Undertaker uh, documentary Chapter One? You know what? Um, I am very sad to say that I have yet to watch it. I'm very intrigued to watch it. Um, I mean, af- after WrestleMania when they teased it, I was yeah, very I mean, locked in and captivated. You more or less um, get an idea of what the first one is about because of that, yeah. that preview. But um, there's other things that, that, you know, that were pretty cool. You know, just um, certain – cert. I thought it was just really uh, – I had to ask you because of the I way that they're, that they're humanizing him after so long, and I think he deserves it because, you know, he deserves to get the credit for arguably being the greatest consistent ongoing character yeah. in, in a film or – pre. you know what I mean? Like he's been – he's up there, you know what yeah. I mean? So. No, definitely. And, and, you know, to me, um, right – you know, oh, let me just cap this off, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and just with Money in the Bank, Otis did win, which is weird. And we already announced Oscar did. Yeah. Um, I I thought AJ should have won. Baron Corbin, everyone said he should have had a uh, a hideaway or, or someplace to go because he he he's, he's wanted, wanted for, for murder, murder or attempted murder. But with the Undertaker thing, I like what you're saying because the way I look at it is this: his career has like, if you look at it from one angle, maybe if kept wwe afloat for a long time and so if you look at it like that yeah he's been like a long like just that that ship or not ship that plane that's been going forever and so it deserves a nice slow descent down so that you know i mean and and it needs to every all hands on tasteful exactly and and bring it on home now you know what i'm saying and, and it's just interesting because of this, uh, the series showing up now, and you know there was speculation whether you know that was quote unquote Undertaker's last ride as he drove off, you know, on the mm-hmm. uh, on the motorcycle uh, on the you know the the, yeah. the boneyard match. But who know? I mean, if so, I'd say leave him, let him, let him do. If not, and it's going to be another one of those matches, it better be uh, the person who's stepping in there with him better bring it. I'm yeah. not leaving that on Taker at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, because to me, if it ain't worth staying or or the fiend, I don't think it needs to happen. Um, or possibly the demon, but like, I don't see Finn coming back like in a year from now just to make that happen. No. But yeah, I mean, to me, I feel like at this point, it's about that. And if if it's not, then, I mean, this thing ain't gonna go over there. Hey. 
AEW, you trying to pair him up with Darby? Who knows? <laughs> I know I we were know, talking about but, that. Uh, but, we'll uh, get into AEW yeah, speaking and of which, the rest of the, uh, you know. NFL. Wednesday Night Wolves. There you go, NXT on the other side. When we come back from this break, am I right? Come back. Yes, sir, and it'll be wonderful <laughs> as we come back. Yo, yo, what's going on, KJS listeners? It is I, the one and only hip-hop hybrid Triple H himself, Doc Lesnar, co-host of your favorite wrestling podcast, giving you the best news in the wrestling universe. But right now, I'm just taking some time to remind you guys to hit me up, follow me on Instagram, but more importantly, get that music. You guys have heard me talk about it every episode. I hit you with the plugs, Amazon, Google, you know what I mean, iTunes, a little bit of Apple Music, and of course, Spotify. So what are you guys waiting on, man? Follow me on Spotify. You go ahead and, and, and you know, just dip your toe a little bit. That's a free stream, you know? The first one's always free. But check out my songs, man. Triple H, Hip Hop, Hybrid, and of course, one of my favorite songs I've ever done, the Strong Style and Profiling Remix featuring myself, my cohort, Quincy Jones Go. You may have heard of him. And of course, the iconic Mega Ran and the homie Cam Archer, man. So go ahead, check that out anywhere that you digitally stream your music today. Doc Lesnar, Hip Hop Hybrid, go! Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show. You are now in the mix with the two-man tower trip. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? the third man? What the hell is going on here? We are back. Yo. It's, uh... About that time. Yeah. Draw the paddle lines, Jones. It back is it's the incredible um, it's Wednesday, the Wednesday Night, Night Wars. Wars. Yes, it is. And, uh, you know, for a change, we're going to flip it. You know, Gold side. You know what we're going to do? We're going to establish this now. We did AEW first last time. We're going to do uh, NXT first this time. And from there, flip-flop. we're going we're gonna to flip-flop, man. Same as we're going to set up some standards up in this piece. A little bit of format and structure. If you yeah, will. man, it's your show, man. How um, you run this thing, it's dude? It's our show, and those interns are late with our freaking snapples. And uh, our, um, fraps. And our snaps. Are you parched? No. I'm you good, good, you're comfortable? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I'm, I'm real hydrated. I'm good. But good. Let's get into gotta, these uh, I'll boards. Say, what I got to get into is uh, we kick things off. Uh, Imperium versus Timothy Thatcher and Matt Riddle. Both the uh, tag team champions, he's defending them. Uh, I mean, all I can say is, you know, quick tags, quick offense early on. Um, that's, I, what, yeah, I, that's what I had, too. Like, they, Thatcher does what he does best. Bartell and Akinir operating on all cylinders, yeah, as they, usual. I love their tandem offense, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. Especially that rope-hung uh, basement dropkick they do. Yeah, that was dope. awesome. That was awesome. And uh, basically, I, I mean, in a matter of words, Riddle just kind of gets frustrated because uh, Imperium, he's kind of, I don't want to say he's working under, but Imperium are doing well, a good they, job they like, were, cutting I, him off. Yeah, I was going to say he, the he, he played the, the role of isolated partner very well. Yeah. Um, But for my taste, there was a few times where I was like, dude, you're more than close enough to make that hot tag. But yeah, some I will you know. say sometimes Riddle is guilty of the occasional overact. But at one point he does get momentum. He hits a monkey flip to Bartell. Um, yeah. but the impact causes his legs to kind of whip into Thatcher on the apron and he you know gets knocked off. Um he basically becomes incensed and blames Riddle for the malfunction at the junction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he just walks out mid match while uh and you kind of really felt for uh Matt. This this, this he is what I wanted to really yeah, yeah. he he, um, I thought he had some really good, I won't say acting chops, but he just really sold the, bro, 
What are you doing, bro? Like, like you have Tim, no idea. Don't do this. Yeah. What are you doing, bro? Yeah, and, and, and not the cocky. Oh, whatever. I'm Matt Riddle. I could do this. I fight for real. You know, it was like a legit. Like I'm here to fend for myself. But uh, yeah, man, he tried to fend him off. Hits a bro to sleep, but they ended up hitting their power bomb uppercut finish and are the new NXT tag team champions. I wasn't mad at it. I no. wasn't. I wasn't mad at the finish. I not mean, I think it's just. Uh, I think the reason they pulled this uh, decision because let's let's be real, like. It's unfortunate what's going on with Pete Dunne, and yeah. these guys are a hit. They weren't probably they weren't even supposed to be originally picked yeah. for the tournament. A lot of people don't know that. They won a lot of people over because based on the ratings they were getting, I would assume. But they also were a hit with the crowd. They were entertaining. You know, they they were uh, an odd couple that got over. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was a lot more wheels on this tag team of getting over to be honest, oh, as far yeah. as popularity. But miles ahead. But I think that without the fact that there is a live crowd, and fa- you know, without the fact of, uh, of having Pete Dunn there, yeah, with the travel um, issues, they right kind of had to, you know, they because that's the thing is like I thought they were getting a little bit too heavy with the uh, relinquishing of, of titles as of late because of yeah. Uh, and I think they Outside know that. Of, so you know, they had to improvise instead of, like, trying to force their hand. Because I'd imagine that's not how they wanted to debut Thatcher. And, and it, I'll be it, you know, I don't know about you, but it was kind of weird to me to be like, Dunn's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to pick this dude. And it's like, uh, I know you guys are from the same area, per se, but I've never seen you guys yeah, roll it together, been, like, if where it, it makes sense. Like, where, I mean, and you were privy to the relationship prior with Walter, yeah. So if it was Walter and that would have picked him, well. yeah. If it was one of the, someone from Imperium that would have picked him, it would have made sense from a kind of like a uh, secret uh, inside yeah, type a little, of like me, yeah, and a little an nudge, in, nudge, exactly. Easter egg. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think we all knew that. You know, we, we had an idea that that their union would be pretty much short lived. Um, yeah. I would say it was an interesting way to go. Um, because obviously there wasn't the last we saw these guys. They were in several segments throughout the night, which it, I yeah, it gets threaded. I, yeah, I was kind of uh, not that I wasn't a fan. I was kind of surprised that you know they went from opening the show as well as closing the show. Yeah, and there's more on that. In a yeah, little exactly. Bit, we'll get to uh, it. The, basically, after this, we just get a, kind of the video hyping the cruiserweight tournament. Yeah, uh, just saying Jake Atlas facing Tony Nese and Isaiah Swerve Scott will face Gallagher later on in the night. Yeah, uh, uh, but we do get a backstage interview, uh, and he. With Timothy Thatcher, I should say. Slash brawl. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. pull apart. And this is moments after, you know, he walks out. He just basically said, you know, all Riddle had to do was knock him out. I was going to tap him out. But he says he wants to be a champion, but to be one with Matt was such a hot mess, such a hot mess and not worth it, basically. And you know what? To that, I got to say poo-poo. Because it's like you just got here and you're telling me you can't just maintain your professionalism and let him do the especially flip-flops at the expense and the of newly the, bro, you know the, what I mean? the favor you're doing for people yeah Dunn, you just you slipped know? in like yeah your first match was helping him defend him you know like like i'm not saying you are a champion but you basically were given the reins you but know what i mean to be so, honest he probably is better as a heel because oh, i mean yeah. i'm not gonna lie it's not that i can't appreciate his in-ring it's I like a good shoot, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or I mean, I'm, I don't mean like a shoot shoot, but like you know, as far as like wrestling shooter. and amateur and stuff, yeah. yeah. And not, um, no, not not a, not like the prince. No, not no, a shooter. Not shooter. Yeah, but um, but but so, but it's a different situation when a guy like Timothy Thatcher, who's like, yeah, he's on the scene, just you know, brute, just a straight brute, kind you know, of brute I mean? and savage a little bit, yeah, um, and and he doesn't have. I hate to put it this way, but it's just the way WWE works as far as like the cosmetic, the cosmetics. 
and aesthetics of what they would look for as far as like a white hot baby face or just like you know good looking guy i mean you, you saw the way he was staring off into the camera at the end of the night but yeah no uh, i don't want to jump the gun yeah but, i also say yeah, more on that this later. would bring riddle coming in going bro what the hell is that about which i thought was like that's the most serious bro i've ever heard real say and bro uh, are it, you serious yeah and this will start the shoving <laughs> match and they basically start a brawl and they get uh, pulled apart uh, after that, we end up getting Tegan Knox versus Indy Hartwell. Um, there's not much to this match. I just want to say I enjoyed Indy Hartwell's work as someone that's not familiar with what she can do in the ring. I've heard her name a lot. I was going to ask you about her. It was sullied a bit because of the whole – I know her name got brought up during the Tessa Blanchard, Blanchard oh, controversy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, because I was going to ask, is she is she signed? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. She was the, one of the name, the few names I didn't recognize that, that were commenting. Yeah. But had the WWE, um, you know, in their bio and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I, you're I, right. I liked her because, again, I didn't know much more about her. They mentioned her uh, mother is Chilean, her yeah. father is Italian, but she's an Aussie. Uh, Morrow even says at what's one point, in, <laughs> yeah, what's yeah. in the water? Because they, uh, let's they, be honest, they, Australia has a pretty good turnaround for top-tier female talent I mean, not for uh, that, NXT's uh, division. But, you know I, I mean? but uh, they have a lot of Aussies on their squad. They have, what, Brendan Vink? They yeah. have uh, well, yeah, Shane you know, Thorne, Shane Thorne uh, Jonah Rock. Yeah, well, yeah, what's he going by? I keep forgetting his new name. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, it starts with a B. I can't even remember. But Bronson Reed. Bronson Boom. Reed. There you go. But, Buddy um, Murphy. I was just going to say, I, I don't know if like she goes by impressive indie because I know at one point she wins the tie up and says, you're not impressive. you know. And Marl also says she's known as impressive. So, oh, I uh, could see that I, being I, a little. Right. You know, but I, I liked it because this is how I put it. She was dressed like an iconic, but she worked like a big man. If yeah, that makes sense. Like, yeah, no, yeah. She she had she laid in really good kicks, uh, stomps, and taunted very well. Had a good sidewalk slam at one point. Um, the only thing that we saw that was kind of out of character, and again, don't know much about it, but as her stature, she went for that springboard and then got caught in that really weak looking uh, choke slam. By the Tegan. lady came, as yeah. they, they were saying. Um, but you know, we, Tegan did get the uh, the win here, which uh, obviously was yeah. what this match was designed to do via the shiniest, shiniest wizard. Wizard. Um, yeah. From here, we had a uh, a promo from Rhea Ripley, and I got to call boo boo on this. I got a boo boo face. I mean, there were good I got a parts, face. and no, she well, had well, good facials, well, but then she would like get in her own way. Well, this this is what I didn't like is when she said Io Shirai. She had a good go, but she couldn't get the job done. I'm like, yeah. and I was just literally all I wrote. Io Shirai not getting the job done is a fucking lie. <laughs> it's a travesty. It's a, it's she went for the the moon salt, the Harikari moon salt. Yeah. And rolls rolls through and then gets attacked with and, the kendo stick. And I thought like, that was whack too because she she pulls it out of nowhere. It's not like she said, "Oh, by the way, I'm rolling with this again." Yeah. And oh, my she boy sw- Ken. She swats her on the back once and then throws it away, and it's like, okay, so you're not gonna not go really crazy on down. her, yeah. like like you would Ronda, because I would think Eo's just as dangerous as Ronda, in is. my opinion. You know what I mean? So she, yeah. But, you know, I, I don't know, but yeah, yeah, you're right. This is a weird uh, promo. She talks about. The app, you know, because the, they recap the aftermath of the, that match we just and talking about. No, and no says, fault of hers, it's the writers, obviously. You know, what yeah, I mean? exactly. And she says basically, WrestleMania didn't go as planned, and the thought of Charlotte sickens her, and she hasn't gotten rest since WrestleMania. Uh, like you said, she said EO put up a good fight, and if basically she says she'll be the one that brings the NXT title back, and if she has to beat that into EO's brain, she will. Which I thought was like, okay, so these guys are gonna fight for the number one contendership basically right yeah i mean i i, I kind of foresaw either that or 
Or may, you know what? Maybe it might be a triple threat for uh you know they did no. and I don't want to jump the gun on the announcement, but they are having a new takeover event. Yeah, I'll just preview it like that. But um from here we did get another. Well, I was gonna uh, oh, say. Oh, there more? Well, it's just the way she ended it because I believe I gotta double check, but she said. Oh, in, she, in, in the, she, in the uh, words of a stupid old man. Yeah, which we've was, only just begun. So, yeah. But yeah, see, there were good things, and there's like, why'd you have to add all that? Like, you know, there's just some of like short and sweet, short and sweet. This would have been better, but yeah, I mean, yeah. and those who know know. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, when she as soon as she said it, I, I heard it in his voice. So I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, I like that exactly. Um, uh, yeah. From here, we had another segment with Matt Riddle. Yeah, where, you're, you're right. He gets th- they keep threatening this yeah, thing, they, and uh, uh, he FaceTime GM. Regal, yeah, he's basically. on a what like a, like an iPad, and he he. All you hear him say is like, you know, yeah, you can get your match tonight against. Yeah, I'm glad we could do this in short order. Yeah, <laughs> so because I, I, I was thinking that in my head, why aren't you on iPad with Pete? I thought that's who he was at first. Yeah, I thought so too. But at, at the same time, I was thinking, what's the only thing that was supersede that? And I was like, oh, uh, hitting up the GM, whoever is in, in in charge that can make a match because of how that brought because. You kind of felt for Matt the way he got left out there to dry, you know, and then like yeah. the whole shove that kind of came out of nowhere because he did ask him what's up, but he turned his back to him, you know, and it's yeah. like there's no honor in that, dude. Well, I mean, I felt like um, they still could have left it open-ended enough where they possibly could have had some tough love and actually got got it together later. True. But after this, no, I mean, because, you know, he's about to get an interview and oh, then he yeah, gets, and uh, you know. the match for and, later tonight. Yeah, and gets a, a, attacked by Thatcher from behind. So yeah. it's like. Yeah, he. All right. That's what you want. I'm guessing. Gonna, like, I was gonna say, like, and, and we'll talk about this a little bit more too. Is, yeah, he he blindsides him with a forearm, and then I don't know if it was a computer monitor or a flat screen, but he basically hits, lays him out with a flat screen. But I couldn't tell if that was supposed was. to be okay. to his shoulder, and if that was supposed to set oh, up that, for, like, the for the submission arm. later, you know. But yeah. I didn't think they did a good job, like you know really connecting that but from, i think just uh, getting hit by it is, is, is yeah <laughs> is, that's all i need to worry about but we did get our first of of two cruiserweight tournament matches well, uh before that we had the zoom call with undisputed era was it before that yeah i mean i no, thought i not... i got i got it listed as after this match oh okay i might i might be wrong all i was gonna say with that was mostly what you got is roger strong's gonna challenge dexter loomis well, I mean, you know, you also got to talk about how, you know, big blockbuster, Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I was trying to like, linger off so you could – I know Kyle's your boy. Because no, we heard Kyle. he was injured, and I just love how it was like, how's the big movie, man? And it's just – I, I mean, know, I, I know he had an injury, and then there was the obviously the talk about him and his diabetes obviously being a, a, a strong right, concern yeah. with, you know, those with weakened immune systems during this time, so – Totally get that. I respect his decision to do that. But it was, you know, these guys together, it was awesome. You miss them. Yeah. Um, Bobby played Bobby great, as he always does. Uh, <laughs> like, right, yeah. <laughs> but it was funny because, like, did you notice, though? Yeah. Like, in the, the right OG before, three. Yeah, right before Roddy joined, he was like, oh, the O3, the OG. But then I also noticed, I'm like, Roddy's always your your the guy he's the, the utility guy man. He's yeah, the, I, I get. I was gonna say even like I guess the henchman or the guy that just takes. He's like your. He takes out the trash like every he's time. A like trash he, man. Yeah. He's always the guy that you guys get to do, and, and he's not a great. He's not a bad pick to do so. No, it was crazy though to hear Cole he break his back all. for me. It's like, so yeah. is that just like the norm? Like, oh yeah, just, hey, give him a, a a velveteen special. You know, it's just like you know what I mean. I like, like that. I don't know. Man. I actually like if they start doing that. But yeah, yeah. um, uh, we did get the the cruiserweight tournament yeah. match. Our boy 
your boy, Super Jake Sam. Atlas, versus uh, former Cruiserweight champion mm. uh, Tony Nese. Yep. A uh, very competitive match. Atlas was looking good, solid. Uh, you know, he, he looked solid uh, as far as selling, um, fighting from underneath. Yeah, uh, and then uh, especially with the mm-hmm. again veteran of the cruiserweight champion uh, scene, uh, Tony Nice. But you know, our boy got the win here, man. And, yeah, I um, was happy he got a little. He he hit his flying net breaker because yeah, which, I, I knew you is, were gonna like that. Which is well, I, it's one of and those he hit his pose. Where, where I've I've seen him do it so many times, and then it, it's funny because when I see it, I instantly think Shane Bay. Because <laughs> you know, we had a friend who used to say, "I would do a neck breaker, but a pro, you know, go into it like a like a RKO, like a reverse I, which RKO. Is kinda, uh, you know, that, that that's how it would look like almost. But no, I, I liked seeing that. And um, you're uh, right. You he know, his, he, you're right. The bowing, the, the bowing. The, yeah, I was, I was like, and, I mean, the, uh, obviously he got hit. You got pretty much a response for it. But yeah, I was like, I was, oh, okay. I was really surprised that they uh, so they gave his DDT a name, and it's called the Rainbow DDT. And remember, we we weren't sure about if that was the legit name remember well, we were talking about that I think what that? it was was because I told you somebody gave him the rainbow cutter in the game and then I thought it was just because of the, the it's the closest action that's like that and then you made the obvious part like maybe it's because it just says has rainbow in the name and I was like well damn that's bad taste but, you know yeah but and, and, I, and, I and it wasn't really like a joke I no. thought it was like a like something that they were being like yeah, an yeah. asshole about no, no exactly and I didn't even uh, think, I felt dumb not even thinking but, that but then but like then this week yeah, yeah they kinda, I guess we just didn't know <laughs> which I don't I'm not gonna lie I kind of feel like LGBTDT is a better name but they're not like, but the WWE is not in the yeah. business. Uh, I mean, look, look well, what happened with Darren I, I Young. Just, you know what I mean? They did pub- that so wrong. Yeah, they did. But I think from a public image, it would make sense to do that instead of saying the rain. Like, I feel like instantly it's like you're, you're giving somebody, like, the bait like or or, or, or a reason to go, oh, the rainbow DDT. You, the, you, the, you know what I mean? I, I just feel like it's just right there. But I'm, I am glad that he won. I just wanted to ask you, what did you think about that pre-match interview where he kind of said, I'm the biggest fan of Drake Maverick, and I'm secretly hoping that he can win as He's well, and, and, and we can like force a tie. He's turning heel. Who, Maverick or Atlas? Atlas. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think that uh, we can see some sort of business being done with those two down the line. Yeah. Um, I thought he did great with the promo, though. I thought he um he he was uh, excited for the match. Um, mm. and you know what? Uh, good on him, man. I mean, again, it's great seeing him perform and. Uh, good things, good people. Man. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, again, it's just uh, I think another reason, by the way, is possibly he didn't want the the name to be his entire identity. Yeah, no, that's on, true. You know what I mean? His entire focus because it's a part of him, but it's not all of him. You know oh what no, I mean? definitely. And, I guess you know what it is. I'm more curious how much was his input versus very true. What Dodie said. Well, these are the options we'll give you out of the suggestions you gave because you know how NXT be like that sometimes. But you know what? Speaking of another uh, guy that's doing some great work that we know as well, we had a carrying cross vignette. I caught it this time. So Man. the funny thing is, I'm watching it and they mention it while they're about to show. I think it was like Finn or somebody. And then I was like, yeah. I was like, nah, nah, not again. So I go to YouTube and I'm like, ah, found it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, really good because. Yeah. Uh, what I'll say, um, and I mean, we keep—I'm sure we can quote some of it. But what I was just going to wrap it up as is, a lot of people try to play the smart big man, and like he did it very now well. No, he—I mean, he—he—it's he, not that he did it; he does it. Like yeah. he—he's always done it very, very well, and it's—and it's, it shows in his promos. I he mean, he is an intelligent big man, you know. Yeah, and and you know, the thing about him is, you know, he's already used to producing, you know, self-producing these oh my kind dude. of. 
promos on his own. So, you know, yeah, this if you is, go to his YouTube page, it's like eons. I'm sure he's of, probably of pitched stuff, locations. Man. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Um, but, yeah, it was very well produced. I love the reveal of his face, uh, just the way they shot it. Yeah. Where it was coming out of the darkness with that, just his eyes. You oh, know? yeah. Um, you know, he did make a reference to, you know, we're not here to shock a system. We're not nope. here to... Save say? you Save. from your corrupted black heart. Yeah, so, you know, obviously. He said, we he's... are your entertainment, which I thought, I found that, like, really cool, but in the sense of, like, gladiator. Well, he used yeah. to use that, um, like, where the, I think it was, like, your, where your entertainment for the evening is the smoke show type thing. Oh, that's that's possibly. very, that's true, yeah. Um, but, but he yeah, did I thought say it was something a play on that. that I thought kind of alluded to who might be his next victim. And he said, it's time to wake up from the dream before you stay asleep forever. Yeah, he did say that. You know what? saying Ciampa was was the first but not the last. So. And, you know, they – um Fallen prey, I think is what it is. Oh, oh, is it fallen prey or fall and prey? So he ended because it by he, oh, saying dude, fall and that's prey. That's a double entendre. Yeah, that's what I that's think, a, yeah. too, because it's like fallen prey. Like you're going to swoop in on some prey, especially yeah. with the carrying thing that you throw in. And then yeah, it's like, exactly. But then it's also like fall to your knees and pray. And that, yeah, as that's doomsday approaches. That's like, what I, that's what know? I thought. That's what I got from it from with the lip singing when I heard it from the first time mm-hmm. in the entrance. But when you say it that way, yeah, I mean, obviously a uh, carrion is a fallen prey. Yeah. It's, it's a decaying it's, flesh, yeah. uh, you know? So, um, that's, that's a nice little double entendre, you know? Um, mm-hmm. From there, uh, what well, we uh, we had a Dakota Kai pre-tape yeah, promo. Yeah, exactly. Um, I wrote it. Yeah. Uh, you know, detailing where her hatred for Tegan Knox stemmed from. I like this. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't mad at it. Did I you thought think it, it came a little late. Yeah, I was just gonna say I thought it came way too late because we were sitting here wondering. I mean, especially when it was no nothing really, uh, no revelation that we probably didn't already or couldn't consider. Yeah. Uh, you know. I mean, but we connected on our it own. On, our, on our own, and that's yeah. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, it also detailed her connection or slight connection that was a Ra- Raquel. Is it Raquel Diaz? Uh, it's Raquel Gonzalez. Gonzalez, thank I'm sorry. Yes. Um. Yeah. I, I like the. Yeah. The, I thought they did a good job presenting her. She was like on a motorcycle and and riding around the city a little bit, kind of showing that she's got like that real heavy like side to her but not heavy like in size like heavy no, yeah, in character and nature badass, yeah like yeah, they, they, how she carries herself yeah very much yeah bad exactly the badass nature i mean she said they're bonded by the fact they both know how it feels to be an outcast and yeah i mean like you said it's a pretty good vignette you know like she said she she starts off saying she cared too much what people thought about her knew something had to change and at war games is when she did it so yeah um yeah and, and I, I like how Gonzalez said this is the hurt business and we're gonna hurt a lot of people. So mm. short and mm. sweet, you know. Big hurt said he wants his check. Yeah. Uh, next we got a Swerve, Swerve Scott backstage interview where he uh, mm. was talking about confidence and being innovative, but he also and having was, a lot of it. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, exuding it as as he usually does. But he was also bringing up the fact that there are a few people, mm. you know, within the group A and the group B that actually are uh, winless. Yeah. Uh, in terms of uh, the the format of this tournament, and he had said for anyone that's in this tournament that hasn't even won a match, you might as well just quit wrestling. Yeah, which, he, he basically said if he was one of those people, that's what he would do. And I mean, yeah. uh, which you is know, a hell of a thing to say, and a hell of a foreshadowing because obviously his opponent that night was one of those men he was referring yeah. to, which was Jack Gallagher. Um, yeah, and and, the, and I'll say too, I I remember not even thinking like this is going to come back on him. I remember thinking like, oh, like. Okay, he's he's getting real overconfident. Maybe Jack gonna get the drop on him. Not and thinking that out only, you know what I mean? So but uh yeah, and then he said I had to go defend my house, Swerve's house. Which what'd you think about that? I wasn't against it. I like the way he yeah. said it because it was like 
like I'm gonna go. I don't know what you like. Y'all, y'all over here pussyfooting around. Mm-hmm. You know, this is money that you need to bring be bring it back to the table, especially in a time like this. You trying to, you know, yeah. Swerve gonna go and uh, he's gonna go uh, you know, be a uh, uh, so smooth, so innovative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he 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 was swagging on that for sure. He's gonna uh, be he's gonna go be a provider to the to the Swerve household, if you will. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? The the house of Swerve, oh, if yeah. you will. And after that, um, though, but speaking of houses, yeah, I was gonna say after yes. that, Degeneration X in the form of uh, Road Dog, Jesse James, Shawn Michaels, Arbery Kid, and of course Triple H. Not me. I know, I know, I know. Uh, but no, Hunter Hearst Hemsley or uh, Papa Hunter for Papa. NXT. They uh, yeah, they present that the new concept for uh, TakeOver is going to be in your house. And, I, w- uh, I wanted to get your, uh, I mean, you know, I, I, we'll, we'll keep it short and sweet here, but yeah. Yeah, what was your thoughts on this? I mean. I think this is I, fun. I originally wasn't excited because I was just like, well, I mean. Nostalgia bag, WWE. Well, it was just uh, like, I mean, well, for, what I said was, how is this going to be different from any other empty arena show NXT's been putting on week by week? Oh, 100%. I think the difference is it's a takeover. Uh, I well, mean, they haven't... I'm hoping they, they maybe change the set a bit, maybe do it up, maybe... Cause, I mean, I they're going to they're gonna have to with that gimmick. To make it feel different. Yeah, they're going to have to bring in the old set. I mean, I this is Something. what I this is what I yeah. believe. You got Bray bringing in the SmackDown fist for his Mania match. You know what I mean? And oh, yeah, the, yeah. the old bars to do the whole cutting and strutting, you know, yeah, type of yeah. deal with the muscle man stuff. And, see, you know, so... To me, it's no it's no secret they got that stuff somewhere. So I think they're going to bring in the old set and kind of spruce it up a bit with some NXT uh, accents. You know what I mean? If and, they and, do that, that would be, yeah. be – I mean, because they, like I they said, something to make it just feel special. That's all. No, no, I hear you because they didn't have a takeover, you know, in a while. Exactly. But, but they've yeah. had takeover backdrops on matches that would have been on takeover. So it's like, yeah, this isn't takeover, but – if you left that up, it would. I would just think it is. Just like he it, did with Money in the Bank, you it, know what it, I mean, it, at the well, PC. It, I was going to say, yeah, I was just going to say it's just the same It's the same show, but you change the backdrop, then it, it's like, well, it, it's still technically the same place, but we're, yeah. it's just a different show based on and, and I'm sorry, you the can't LED, just, D, you know, you know, but. And you can just um, put ladders in, 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 the, <laughs> in, in the crowd again. Yeah, yeah you know and I mean? do stuff like that. They're going to put gotta, houses, they're going to put a bunch of houses yeah. in the crowd. So I, I, think it, I think it could be fun if that's what they're going to do, but. Uh, they're gonna have to spruce it up, like you said, but I think it, it'll be something fun. I personally just like the way they did it because I thought it was cool. They're like, we were all on the on that card. Yeah, I and, thought and it was funny how mention. they were. They were yeah, they were yeah, kind of ribbing like, him. I was like, wait, does he not want to mention wait, Godwin? And I was wait, like, wait, wait who, no, he just said Godwin. Wait, who, who did who did Road Dog go against? Uh, he said he went against Razor Ramon. Oh, that's what it was. And yeah. then Sean said he was against. Uh, uh, I got it right here. I'm sorry. It was um Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett. That's and then right. he said, "I got two words for you: pay crap." Yeah, pay crap. <laughs> I, I love that. Um, but from there, we got uh the Finn Prince. Balor, the oh, Prince, man. the Shooter versus Cameron Grimes. Um, you there know, there's a lot of stuff in here. Uh, well, I, I mean, what I wrote was uh, action is hot out the gate. Mm-hmm. Grimes immediately goes for the cave in, but you know both men very very aggressive, which I definitely enjoyed. Yeah, uh, match went more than one uh, commercial break, which was uh, oh I'm sorry went went past the commercial break, so I knew this wasn't just a tune up for for Finn, which is great. Yeah, I, um, and I agree with you because I wrote explosive start. 
Man, yeah, that's it def- exactly it, what it was. It was different from every other match on the card for yeah. sure. Um, no, I, uh, one of the parts too I like too is when Finn was like, "I got your squash." Because yeah. you could tell he was mad. He tried to go for that real quickly, and he tried to end it with that sling. Well, blade. but that's well, that's also back to what he was yeah, saying on the no, promo yeah, too. Yeah, of course. But that that power slam spinning Uranagi is something crazy that uh, Cameron Grimes comes up with. I swear, but. Yeah, no, that, that, that thing was crazy. And I, and I love, of course, when he played back to that. I told you I'd walk up to you and slap you in the face. And he well, said, yeah, I'm I, a man I, of my word. Yeah, I, I, wrote, I wrote that he, uh, we had a segment where Grimes was a man of his word. He's quote-unquote slapped the piss out of Finn. But we also had uh, Damian Priest making his presence known at ringside, mm-hmm. evidently revealing himself as the attacker last week. And uh, as a, uh, you know, uh, a result of that. some unsolicited help from Damian Priest in the form of getting – yeah, nightsticked in leg there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cameron Grimes actually picks up the win against the Prince yeah. with the cave in, and uh, we also got a post match uh, a beat down. Um, uh, not even a beat down. He pretty much threw a chair in the ring and got Finn in the reckoning on the chair, which yeah. is the crossroads. And then he pinned him um, down. Yeah, throat first with the chair by sitting on him, which I thought was a good move. That's, that's and, always uh, been one of my favorite gestures but, as a heel. But you know, but, I got I got to say um, two things. One. I like that Cameron Grimes got the win, but it reminded me too much of his match versus Dijakovic back in February. He won literally the same exact way. Priest shows up, nice stick to the leg, cave in, boom. The other thing I was going to say, I like that Damian Priest has been revealed, but like you said, it was evident the minute he walked out there. I thought it was weird that Marl tried to milk it and say, like, you know, he's like, like I enjoyed it three weeks ago. It's like, obviously, dude. It's yeah, you. It was, you know, you're not an why, opportunist really why, like why that. Why else like, would you be here? You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. The, the, you yeah. have no history with either of these But guys. I like that you said, if I'm going to live forever, why not take out a prince? So yeah, that, no, that, I mean, that was which, good. Which, uh, short in Sweden, you don't, there doesn't, doesn't need to be any deep rooted science behind it. That, yeah. you know, if that's what he wants to do, especially when he's just been attacking people with the nightstick. This will be that's a good really, challenge for Priest, too. Yeah. And, oh, you know, I think just both for both characters involved, it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, from here, we got the second Cruiserweight tournament match of the night. The, mm-hmm. the two of two uh, had the gentleman Jack Gallagher taking on uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott. Match starts off with Tony Nese attacking Swerve yeah. during his entrance. Again, the other uh, gentleman who, uh, as officially of you know the beginning of the uh, of the, the broadcast, he caught his third L. Yeah. Um, so he's out. I mean, yeah. he's not even in contention I for the finals. I don't think anyone thought he'd be. But, yeah. but but it's 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 kind of. I thought it was really weird him being you know them picking up him being a cruiserweight former cruiserweight champion. Yeah, he gets nothing. So I think they um, just say that to legitimize his involvement. But yeah, I, I could see that. Um, from there, you know, Gallagher goes on a hunt after the injured ribs from the Nice attack yeah. from earlier. It's a nice um, corner drop kick, dude. Yeah, he did, and uh, he but he actually ends up getting the win via a discus punch. Uh, this match was sort and sweet. Yeah. Um, he did take a stiff house call though. That thing oh, looked yeah. like I thought, on the money. As soon as I saw it, I was like, he's gonna kick out. Something mm-hmm. told me he was. But um, from here we got a kind of weird, a one-off match. Uh, weird match. Caden Carter versus Aaliyah. Um, obviously there was you know some uh continuity here with the you know some of uh, Aaliyah's cross involvement during uh, yeah. Chelsea Green's match and Bruce you know Lee last week yeah and you had uh Robert Stone the Robert Stone brand ambassador there in in, in tow with boat shoes um, I, I gotta mention this. this is just just random I was on my, I was watching this on my way to work and literally I was at the light when Robert Stone walked out and to my right there was a <laughs> there was a slab or like tile store you know what it was called the Stone Age. 
And I was like, "What? Okay, universe. Okay." Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. This was weird. This was know, basically but... Aaliyah losing, and and uh, I Via think she... a deathlock. Yeah, submission. it was like a twisting deathlock yeah. sort of deal. It reminded and, me uh, of a Cody Rhodes old uh, submission. Yeah, I, I was I was gonna say that as well. But this seemed like it was only done to kill off the potential that he'd be expanding. Well, like, you I know, don't even know why they I, did this. I, I mean, I think there's gonna be more to it. To be honest, I mean, because at the end you saw her kind of like. But, but, you know what I mean, towards yeah. him. So, I mean, if anything, maybe it's, it's more or less to build that he's in the market of expanding. <laughs> you know what like, I mean? Maybe you really are a loser. <laughs> She's like, wait. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, but from there, we got uh, the last segment of the night before we get to the main yeah. event. Uh, Gargano's eating dinner segment. And dinner um, I think it's fairly evident that what we got from this is that uh, we're going to get a – uh, a couple's uh, mixed, tag. mixed tag sort of situation as they kept repeatedly calling out Keith Lee and yeah. him being limitless and Mia Yim being gifted uh, uh, being gifted an opportunity that Candace felt she should have been uh, gifted. Um, it was just a lot here. I mean, there was also the fun. Uh, to me, what I, I thought what I enjoyed is how he kept saying, like, you beat a ninja. He's like, she's not a ninja. He's like, yeah, yeah. Well, you beat a warrior. She's not, not a warrior. warrior. She's, she's American. American. Well, she is American. American. Yeah. But it's, it showed a little bit of uh, dynamic for heels, not just all. What about us? Me, 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 and you guys don't deserve. It, they like showed I, I wasn't, a, another minute layer for that. I, I still wasn't a fan of the. Again, I keep you know. I, I know we keep we have different ways of having to refer to it, but I keep calling it the the toxic Rick yeah, and Morty. I stuff. literally wrote the toxic mode. I, I just, I it, it just, I'm still trying to get used to it because I think it's not consistent yet. Um, I since their she, first one, but okay. I yeah. mean, I mean, I think you know, Candice. I think I've. I think Candice was a little bit more easier to get into as opposed to Johnny's for some reason. I thought Johnny's first John- one was good, but when he went into the second one, I thought it was a little overkill for me. Well, for me, like what kind of was robotic. overkill was 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 Johnny like, oh, he's a stud. You married that guy. That's the guy you married. I'm like, yeah. man, you're going a little too too yeah. extra right now. But I'm like, I'm like, well. He's doing his job because it got me. It got me irritated. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I mean that's the thing is even though he keeps touting that they're equals, it just seems like he thinks he's a little bit higher still. And I think that's something we'll see. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. But from there, they just uh, we have uh, they just announced next week, which is Ripley will go against Eos Rai. Phantasma will face Akira Tozawa and Kushida versus Drake Maverick as part of the uh, Cruiserweight tournament, and that brings us to the main event, which is this. Timothy Thatcher versus Matt Riddle match, and I just got to say, it was a very, very captivating back and forth um, as, uh, as, as Beth kind of highlights like, their, their history before NXT. I, to me, I, cap- I, 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 I can't liked, say the whole thing captivated me. Well, I can't me, say that. I, I was me very personally. captivated by – I'll put it this way. For the first, I would say, three minutes in the match, I couldn't tell if they were having a shoot or not because even when they had the little uh, brawl, you know, you see Matt hit a couple of the body shots, but it looked like Thatcher hit a couple elbows that were potatoes. And so I couldn't tell if Matt was going to go out there looking for a for a receipt or not. You know, because there was a couple times where it just seemed like, man, these guys are really tying up and getting the Matt, you know, the Matt based offense. Well, well so you're I talking about Timothy that. Thatcher, bro. That feels snug as shit. Oh, oh no, of for course. Sure. And, and and again, I'm not as well versed in his matches, bro. but. I, I enjoyed the, them trying to get the leverage on each other. Basically, is, is, is what I enjoyed. So yeah, I wrote but down, that leg kick that sent him to the to the floor was a little little stiff too. I, I wrote uh, well, needed to for a change. Yeah, um, I wrote rough, brutal clash, lots of shoot wrestling, submission attempts, quick pins and strikes. 
Um, but you know, at the end, I thought I don't. I mean, I don't know why they need, felt the need to protect Thatcher in this way. Uh, Riddle escapes with the pin um, as he was putting on the the leg. Uh, yeah, I the kinda, leg lock on him. I kind of um, had like Cody vibes a bit with this. It just wasn't all like oh sweat and you know like I just kind of could tell that's where they're gonna go. Could you? I, I, I don't. I don't. Not really. I mean, I, I, I saw the submission it. War, I, I, but... I thought he was gonna uh, hold him back in that pin. Mm-hmm. And he was in the kick out, and then we were gonna. I mean, because that's the thing with riddle matches. You think you know when the final stages are coming, or the final flash, yeah. <laughs> if you will. But then something else will break down, and then it's like a doom, oh, yeah, doom, 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 doom. Okay, and then doom, doom, yeah. one, two, three. You yeah, know? no, so, no, you're right. Because um, there was I just that... thought it was another one of those type of situations, pretty much. Uh, yeah, because even like you said, final flash. He hit that early, and then he went for it again. And I thought the dumbest part of the match is when he stops and po- you're not my bro. And I'm that just was, like, really, yeah, dude. That, that, you know? I mean, there was no need, especially it, how the the emotion. The emotional height that it reached yeah, yeah, at, the, that at that point of the not match. the time to do that. Yeah, you know I mean, mean, but then again, not to go back to their tag match. One thing else I noticed is like it seemed like every time he got so close to tagging him, his focus just went right back to the. Well, let me just hit him one more time before I yeah. go. You know what I mean? So, I don't know, man. I mean, maybe uh, uh maybe he has some problems with his focus. You know, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it. But post match, uh, yeah. with a blindside. With Riddle the, hit the, the Fujiwara armbar, uh, and you know I will say, uh, like we said in the beginning of the night, Matt I thought did a good job selling. He was screaming for pain, selling the pain, uh, begging him to stop. He lets go, and then he goes right back to it. And then uh, they go off the air with that nasty face that you were talking about. It was that, just that was so making. awkward that it was almost like he's, he's like, oh yeah, the hard cam. Yeah, yeah. No, the uh, first time he did it uh, was like, oh, okay, you're, you're you're forcing it, but. When they went off with it and he was like really wrecking on it, I was like, okay, there you go, you got a kid. So, but yeah, that was NXT this week, man. Yeah, that was NXT. Um, we're gonna take one last quick break and then uh, we're gonna get into AEW. Sounds good, man. What's going on, y'all? It's Quincy Jones, go for the Quincy Jones show, man. I just gotta shoot you guys. A huge thank you, because it's been a wonderful three years. Myself, Mark McFly, and Doc Lesnar, we've been doing this. It's been a great journey for three years, man, trying to put on for the culture, man, call great matches, just doing all kinds of media and hidden shows. It's been great. It's been great. The experiences, interacting with fans online and off has been tremendous, man. The support, always appreciated. Thank you guys for listening, for tuning in to the news, everything we ever just contribute, as well as everything we do on the media side. Again, it's been a blessing, and I want to thank you guys. And the way we want to thank you guys is offer you guys a sweet deal for our brand new merchandise. This year, we kicked it off with a brand new logo. Now we have merch with that logo on it, and it could be yours. Great offer, $10 a shirt each. We have three sizes currently right now, medium, large, and XL. All you got to do is email us at Show at gmail.com. Hit us up with your size and also your address of where we can send it to. And you could also send us a $10 whether you got cash, cash money. We got cash app. We got Venmo. We got Zelle. We got PayPal. Whatever it is, hit us up. We'll accommodate. All you got to do is hit us up if you want to support. Again, right now we got a special sale, $10 per shirt, all because it's our three-year anniversary, man. All that and more. Don't forget to subscribe everywhere and follow us on social media for more updates on new merch coming soon. Go. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, home of the tag team champions of the IE, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. He's a third year. He's a third man. Whoa. 
What's going on? It is uh, KJS in your house. No, I'm just playing. But hey. we are back. And you know what time it is? I do. To light the fuse. Dynamite. <laughs> Build the boom. Build the um, boom, man. And we, uh, yeah. we open up. Dynamite. We got uh, Lance Archer out there with Jake Roberts. Sands. Yep. Sands face mask. Yeah, uh, he, he did. And um, he, he did start by, by punching a guy again. He did. I'm loving the consistency. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, that you know consistency is key. We say this a lot. And I can't help. I'm going to say it. I hate that Braun even opened his mouth to try to say something about Lance because I feel like, Braun, you know you wish you could deck a dude every time you walk out. Bro, Bro like, come on, man. You know what's funny about that is, like, he didn't, like, he drew more attention to the comparison. Yeah, by answering it's that It's going to be a natural comparison, but at the same time, like, I would compare him, Braun, to someone like a Ryback because he's the last guy that they tried to do the same thing yeah. with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, you know, it's, it ain't like nobody said that, yeah. you, and, and, uh, no, oh, you, you the, you the the dollar store Ryback. Like, no one said nothing. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? yeah. Ain't no thing, man. And, I mean, not to mention Lance been doing his thing respectively longer and, you With know. With tougher, hard-hitting, more yeah, harder-hitting dudes, I would say, I mean, Braun, you are sure. you a homegrown. T- and I ain't got nothing bad to say about Braun, you know what I mean? Yeah, but he got, he got, but he, he he got some just, of that Seth Rollins Yeah, he, yeah he's over here drinking, drinking, <laughs> sure. drinking the Kool-Aid of the Messiah. But anyways. Uh, yeah, um, we start this off. Uh, they, they, you know, they really hyped this up. They were going to come mean, out. Yeah. And uh, out the gate, he says, I've been requesting to apologize and uh, she'll get an apology the day she kisses my ass i mean uh, i i told you here i mean this is only only had a little bit of notes on it it's like i just wasn't a fan of the you oh. know women shouldn't be in the ring they should be back at home and watching the kids and if they're lucky keep and if it's cold outside keep them okay, in warm yeah. and i was and, like and, and man he this kind is... of went back to the dirty old man thing where he said oh mine she always makes sure yeah. i've been watching what lance has been doing yeah i, I get forgot real about that. excited you know so i was like okay man but yeah. he did say something that was a little <laughs> um I'm, i just can't not say it as he said you know this ring is no man's land and uh it's their book and they're the authors writing every freaking chapter like it or not it's just the way it is a little bit of the authors of, of pain, I felt. I mean, a but little you know, bit, but, 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 we, but we've talked about that author, th- like because Cody has had a. Uh, he said, you know, he writes the chapter. Yep. Of this, you know, so th- there's been a, oh, that, a tw- that's very true. Quite you a few people who've been. Many... I mean, Randy said it, you know, with with the Edge promo. Yeah, um, no, so, no, that's that's true. But um, uh, yeah, no, he basically says, Cody, time is up. No more excuses. And they get interrupted by this revving of an engine. Stone Cold, Steve <laughs> Austin. Stone Cold, Steve. That's pretty good. <laughs> and we see uh, Cody's out there with his customized American Nightmare on the hood of his Ford F one fifty. I saw and him posted on on IG, but I thought it because he likes his cars. I thought yeah, it was yeah. one of his toys. You and know I'm I mean? sure, you know, he does this whole on brand thing. Yeah, like, yeah. So so I was like, yep. yeah, I, I but. You you see him in like his nice, you know, vest and stuff, but he's got his hands taped and he rubs up the engine, runs through a barricade, barricade or a bike rack, depending where you're at. Yep. And um, we don't know why that needed to be done. But Lance Archer meets him halfway. You hear, you know, basically Jake unleashes him and says, well, if you're going to go finish him off, you know, and these guys yeah. meet in the, in the way and he low blows him almost right away, which I love because. As yeah. a pissed off dude or a pissed yeah. off husband, and I'm not ever obviously I can't speak from that position. Oh, but but he totally as a guy, <laughs> as a guy who who's like defending the honor of his girl, yeah, like going in, you're like you're not going to fight. Hey, no, you're not fighting. You're not fighting clean at all. You're, you're just you're trying to take this dude's head off any oh, way yeah. you can. So I I thought that added definitely the realism to it. I wasn't uh, mad at the at the. I mean, it wasn't the pull apart. It was pretty much they were rolling around everywhere. Um, yeah, I, mean, the, I, I like the finisher attempts because it teases. It teases. Yeah. I felt like the right amount. 
Um, what you think about Jake's like commentary? Because he was, I, I thought he, you know, he that, had his that, points. That, that was crazy didn't. because bef- when he was off camera, I was like, did he go and join? Yeah, the commentary. I was like, why do I still hear Jake? And then I'm like, oh, he's still in the ring with a mic. Yeah. Um, what do you say? Like, oh, boom goes Cody. Yeah, yeah. There was that time. So he low blows him, and then he goes to walk towards the ring to Jake, and then. I don't know. I don't want to say Lance no sold it, but for a guy that got kicked in the nuts, he didn't stay there that long. And he blindsides Cody, and and you just hear Jay go shocking. And I was just like, man, this guy is like really putting this guy over. And then he throws him over the barricade. And I don't know if it was a table or a barricade stacked it, 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 on it, barricades. It, it, it was a it was a table that I think it was designed to break, but it kind of fell over as it like kind of yeah. uh, caved in. Yeah, and so he was it, like, it what was that, like a shot put. And yeah, I was like, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I liked okay. when he said that. Yeah, you know? that that was a good one. Um, but yeah, we did get you know. You know him calling him off mm-hmm. eventually, and which I, I thought that was a little char- uncharacteristic. But you know, at the same time, he's the ma- he's the monster, mm-hmm. and there's always the master for the monster yeah. um, that has the best interest in mind behind the fury. Yeah. Um. You know, the blind fury sometimes needs a little bit of direction. Yeah. No. Um, definitely. So, and that's why it's called blind fury. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I the mean, one thing I will say that I thought was creative, and kind of kind of sets it up for anybody in the past is when he pulled him by his ponytail and started choking him with it. I, I wasn't a fan of that because you know, th- th- this is the only reason why. When I saw that, mm-hmm. in my head, I'm like, Cornette's going to fucking shit on that. Yeah. And, 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 and it's not that – it, it, well, yeah, hold on. I was going to say, let, 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 me, let me specify. I don't hold his opinion so high, but I do knowing that his narrative is going to have everyone yapping and retweeting the same yeah. shit. No, no, and, I, you know, I and he's you. not always wrong either. You know, yeah. I'll tell no, him that no, too, right. but I knew that it just doesn't do the company any favors. You no, know I, mean? I, I, I get it's not so much Cornette's opinion as much as it's going to give somebody that likes to complain a reason to complain. And I totally get you on exactly. that. Exactly. That, yeah. That, yeah, that's the long and thick of it for yeah. sure. The meat and potatoes. But after, yeah, after that, um, you know, Cody, I guess, is standing tall, shirtless. <laughs> There's a recap of the uh, AEW tag division. Nicely done. And that yeah. brings us to Jurassic Express with returning, I would say, because we haven't seen uh, uh, Jungle Outside Boy. Outside of BTE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. I mean, we've we seen Marco, but we have not seen Jungle Boy well, no, Jungle or Luchasaurus. Well, they were both... I was gonna say on BTE, all three of them have yeah, been on BTE. Yeah, but, but outside of that, yeah, yeah we Marco's haven't seen. Marco's been the only uh, one that had been active during the quarantine. I mean, obliterated, and then just all of a sudden, yeah. got got. He like it's like he died, and then they replaced him with a clone. <laughs> because the next time we saw, we're like, bro, why are you smiling next to Pineapple Pete when you just got choke slammed into know. the ring? Yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying. <laughs> but uh, I I just had to get this out the way mm-hmm. with my long windedness, and I'm hoping to chop it down here. Okay. Love JB, Jungle Boy. Yep. I kind of call it spade a spade. Um, I thought the match kind of lacked the realism to me at certain times. Yeah. Because I don't know if there was some t- sort of ring rust or any adverse effects from being away, obviously, due to travel restrictions and, you know, having to stay home and all that and not working TV matches all the time. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, in the, I mean, possibly because that results in overall not being part of, like, the weekly grind, the weekly rotation, to, you know, to, to keep that blade sharp, you know, as far as performance and, and I don't know, it just, bar no. none, Jungle Boy's amazing, you know, obviously, yeah. you know, and the match still, and this match definitely showcased his abilities, but yeah. there was just several spots in this match where you actually see him anticipating the next spot. Yeah, no, I get what you mean. I mean, there, there was some stuff where I think the best friends made him look good, and then there were times where it's like, ah. That there's just that little extra anticipation, as you say. Well, like there was one in one example that I wrote down is Lord Luchasaurus tagged 
first of all, it was weird that Luchasaurus was tagging him in for the hot tag. There was a time where he tagged Luch- uh, Jungle Boy in for the hot tag, and he runs in and hits Chuck Taylor with like the the Superman uh, forearm, mm-hmm. and then he just waits. Yeah. And what maybe kind of like, wait, what was that about? Because when he waits, Chuck is still selling that he got stunned by the the forearm, and then he recovers, and then he hits him back. But it was like I was like, uh, I don't. That was you know for a hot tag to run in and do that, and then just wait. I'm just so used to you flying and going, not just him yeah. in particular, but a hot tag, you know, with all the the high spots yeah, and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. So, and I think too, it's one of those things. I think it's like you said, maybe not being on TV for a while, but also getting used to the new version of what the audience is that might be throwing them off uh, too because you know what, I, what that's what a see, very good point yeah for him in particular right because i what i see is even though we're still getting outside dives weekly it's still coming with a bit of hesitation it's a little bit of sad it's getting saturated yeah a little because bit. they know yeah. they're not going to get that payoff that lets yeah. them know okay cool i did this like you know what i'm saying so but no yeah i i, I agree I, I don't think this was the best worked match but there were spots like I think uh, when you know the assisted wheelbarrow um, complete shot that you know Lucha did. Yeah, yeah. And, and of course, there's the uh, you know they did the Okada Cam hug spot, of course, and he you know you see John oh, the, the interrupting with the, the tope senton, which the, I thought the, was really good. Conhilo, you know the one thing I I didn't the only other match uh, or uh, spot in this match I wrote down that I just thought I didn't like the psychology of it. Mm-hmm. You know you had that spot where. You had Trent trying to attempt the superplex on Jungle Boy, and then you had Chuck Taylor run in <laughs> yeah, I mean, and try it, to do the assisted plex. Yeah. And, you know, Jungle Boy that did fight him off. Suplex, yeah. yeah. I, I just, like, the way I wrote it down, I, I said, if I was in a tag match with you mm. and that happened to us, my first instinct is to immediately set you back down on the mat. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking that but because like, as soon as he hits that drop kick, Doomsday style, yeah. you see Chuck talk push his legs up like he yeah. would to help him like land to, to, right. to, to make sure yeah he doesn't break his damn yeah, neck yeah, yeah. yeah so it was kind of like ah, if i didn't see that someone that like i say casual fan if i flipped in i'd be like oh there so that's his partner you know what i'm saying because when so, i saw it happen i was like wait what was and i was like yeah Cornette's gonna rip that apart. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah um, but uh this will end with orange cassidy who i love oh the, the denim mask which just so you know, they're selling all kinds of masks on, on Shop AEW. $12.99 yeah, a pop, though. Jeez. It's crazy. But he now takes the mask off. He's trying to cheer on Trent. And out of nowhere, he gets hit in literally the back of the head, I would say, with Ray Phoenix. I don't he does know, like man. a running, he, jumping he, super kick. Bro, that, like. that shit looked like that Bruce Bowen kick. It looked bad, dude. Yeah. It, it, it looked he, like he, he literally just tagged. Like, he, it was damn, bro. Like, he, yeah. his face was off. Like, but you know, the thing, what bothered me about it was I thought it was un, and I put in all caps uncharacteristic of orange mm. because he was like trying to hype up yeah uh trent which was all yeah, like and you he's not tell, so grandiose like no that. no and you could tell the hand gestures he was using it was it's so like, unnatural the, well it was yeah. to me i feel like that's an inside joke that we've never seen on screen oh yeah because the way he did it was all like ah, ah you know but even that facial expression was like that's not orange you know but yeah while, yeah, while yeah. that super kid gets hit mjf now is ringside jumps the barricade and uh, shoves uh, Jungle Boy face first into the post, and then yep. throws him into the ring. And uh, he eats an awful waffle, and um, it's it it's was awful, glorious. <laughs> uh, the only other thing I was gonna say that uh, about the Orange Cassidy spot was some people may have been confused. The only other thing I was gonna say about the Orange Cassidy spot is you know some people may have been uh, you know a bit confused, but obviously you know we do kind of remember before everything started 
you know, shutting down and locking down, that there yeah. was some beef brewing between them because, you know, yeah. tri- uh, the Death Triangle and the yeah. Best Friends you had, you know, the match at Revolution yep. with, with Pac and Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Um, you and know, additionally, they've both been announced. Well, I was going to say before, yeah. but but they took a while to, to add that. I mean, because if you didn't remember that, you were like, wait, what was that about? Yeah. And then so uh, I started thinking, oh, okay, maybe because since – Lucha Bros are finally being able to come back to TV. They're kind of reigniting that. Yeah, but then they're that's like, but, but then yeah, but then when they talked about both men being in, you know part of the uh, casino ladder uh, match coming up for Double or Nothing, I was like, oh okay. But it, I don't know. It just seemed kind of weird. Yeah, it seems like that he's got two reasons, but they weren't layered together very well. They were more like separated, if that makes sense, the way they were presented. But yeah, I mean, so yeah, they get this match, and after it was yeah. kind of weird. Wardlow would basically whip for saying uh, that Marco this was Stunt. weird into the guardrail and so luchasaurus runs over there and, and and he doesn't even like buck up with wardlow he has words and wardlow stares him down but he's like way more concerned with checking on marco yeah, and like my thing is like bro pick him up by his belt you know what i mean and throw him into the rings and to get distance and then go after wardlow because this is what we've talked especially, about especially if, you, if he's why, in the ring then right? jungle boy is still there dude because yeah i mean he can just, he can like you know, he has someone he trusts that's going to watch. Because that, that, that exactly. was only, that's, I mean, I felt like they didn't even show any type of possible pre, possible preview between the two giants throwing down. That, no. That, I mean, and it really could have, like, I don't know. It, I, it, I, I thought, him, man. It, it, I mean, you know, what the commentary team described is, you know, I'm sure if he, did, he wasn't having to take care of his buddy Marco, he'd have some, I'm like, bro, y'all made Luchasaurus look like a yeah, bitch in this. Straight and, and, up. It's like, and, and I hate that. He found his tail for what? I, I hate it. Like, like I, that's like, how I felt about it, man. But yeah, it it, it just didn't. I, I agree. It didn't do him any favors. But um, this would bring uh, a very short segment <laughs> in the back. The arrival of John Moxley. Oh, yeah. Marcus Valdez is there. Tries to get a word. Horrible. All Mo- yeah. All Moxley does is just uh, shove the cameraman and continue to grunt with a purpose and walk with a purpose. I, I'm sorry, but uh, Alves was just. Uh, he he was. I mean. I don't he's think he was worst. the guy. I don't think he was the guy for this. But he's um, not. Usually you may the have guy. to get some extra security back here. I've never seen him this pissed off. I'm like, you don't watch the show, bro. Well, not even. I'm like, <laughs> so you're around John that much to see what his levels of pissed offness? You well, know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, look, I mean, the people have spoken. There's a reason he's not on commentary. I, I dude, Cody I listened to him on Fight for the Fallen, and it was not enjoyable. No, no, it's not. It, it's, it's not. It's really not. It, he struggles through it, and, and and Cody says, you know, he did try to practice, but he. Saw that it wasn't a strong suit, so that's why he just does backstage stuff and he does road to whatever's no, yeah, coming no, up. No, no knock fine. on him, you know what I mean? Yeah, he, like, he could do analyst he, stuff all day. He, he just came off as a guy who was trying to play wrestling commentator. Like he could have been very well a sports caller. Yeah, but he seemed like he would. He like he maybe just crammed a bunch of wrestling in the last two years. Yeah, and was like kind of making like little. Dad, it was almost like he was making dad jokes. Yeah, yeah. Dad I, wrestling jokes is a part. Yeah, you know yeah I mean? his commentary is dad wrestling commentary. Um, I but think was but uh, after this, we got. I mean, I I was not entirely a fan of this match. No, it, it was clunky. Um, uh, that that's a hundred percent one of my words. <laughs> I mean, all I could what I'll, I'll I could just tell you what I liked and what we mean is the fit of Foy Penelope Ford going against Chris Statlander versus. Britt Baker, DMD versus Sakura Shida. And um, I-, I thought in the beginning it was kind of I- – I liked how Statlander had grabbed Baker from behind to stop her from breaking Shida's yeah, teeth. Yeah, man. But, but when he did like that boop thing, like, you know, oh, no, we're cool, we're cool. 
I didn't mind that in terms no, of no, like that from is, a heel standpoint. No, you know, but so I, and I, I thought it was corny how so early her and Sheeta teamed up though. Yeah, but though they teamed I, before. Yeah, they teamed granted, before, but, and I will say this: it, it, I didn't want to see that, but the double kip up. Is something we have not seen in women's wrestling, or at least I have not seen in women's wrestling. So it's it's funny. Was cool it's funny sense. you say it that way because the way I felt about this match was, I felt like, you know, we said like there was a lot of clunky spots. Mm-hmm. I felt like they were trying to emulate a standard like NXT takeover like style multi person match in it, like where everybody was just trying to get a bunch They're of their shit in. in. Yeah, that's how it. Felt. But it just didn't feel like if. I under I I enjoyed the effort, but the effort didn't deliver uh, or wasn't executed properly. I felt like um, yeah, they were trying and, to make it seem like there was a lot going on, and non-stop. there was, but yeah. but not in a good way. Yeah, because there was all that the spot times. where like Statlander went for the Big Bang, and then she got super kicked in the head, and that allowed Sheeta to turn it into a victory roll, and then Britt Baker came off the ropes with a Meteora and a Jackknife. Pin. Like it was like th- they had. Sp- spurts where it worked but then there were times where it's like ah man this is looking bad like even when you know when statlander caught penelope and i'm glad that oh, she readjusted God, but damn, that yeah. looks really scary yeah man. no I, I was in my head i was like ah, i think she's fall- oh she is falling you know and yeah um you know statlander being uh one of the bigger opponents uh involved i mean good you know again good on her for being able to being able to uh, readjust on the fly but um, I, the other thing, this match had absolutely zero psychology, bro. Um, yeah. it's, I don't know, like it's, uh, you know, I honestly feel like if there wasn't anything really up for grabs outside of like standing supremacy mm. to really build the story around this four way, I just thought it was just cranked up a little bit too much, meaning that the pacing was a little bit too yeah. much for my taste. Um, but also to be honest, the other portion of, as far as when I mean the psychology is, I thought it was it, it just didn't make any sense to have Britt Baker so incensed with Chris Statlander on the outside of an ongoing match where she's going to go and find a, a glove yeah. and continue, you know, well, the, the, I, I can't tell if that's, the rings of Saturn or it, it, what. I it, forgot what she calls deal, it. deal, though, because I remember she did that with one person, and I couldn't tell. If, that was right in the beginning of quarantine. I couldn't tell if that was just because there was blood in her mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm starting to think maybe since she's a doctor, maybe she brings a glove with her, and that's how she applies it now, like during the quarantine still, you know? But, um, yeah, and I, I agree with you because even the spot where Kip got on the apron and then they teased the, you know, they almost collided and then they kissed. I was like, what the that fuck was so stupid, that? dude. That was another one where I said Cornet's gonna rip yeah, that. To yeah, shreds. no, I that, was, that was really, really dumb. But, uh, because so, then, so if she didn't move, then you were gonna kiss her. Yeah, right. You know and, what I'm saying? And, and if it wasn't that, it was. You know, I, I like Penelope, man, and I think she continues to get greater and greater in the ring as I see her. But that was not a good idea to do a poison run into Chris no. Statlander. Her, their body or their was, weight distribution. Was the rotation not, was off yeah, because of and that. It looked really dangerous. I mean, because it, she's again a bigger opponent, and she's gonna have to do the rotation on the backflip yeah. as opposed to uh, it, it ain't it ain't Penelope pulling her around, you yeah. know, for the rotation at yeah, all. Yeah, because I was worried about her at doing all that post match stuff outside. Because this match would win, uh, would end with Sheeta winning with the running knee strike. She's the number one contender, you know, and of course she has this little stare down with Nyla who's ringside. But you're right, Britt. Uh, yeah, applies I, the the I, job. What is but, it? The, I forgot what she calls it, but it, it, it's just she's in a position where she can clearly see there's a pin going. Yeah, on. and she just abandons it. Yeah, you know, and it's not a false count anywhere match where she can 
you know, there's her submission going on simultaneously against the pin where she can, you know, have a story or, or some sort of, you know, uh, motive for later to be to, to say, hey, well, hold on. Well, you know, I had this. She, she could have been tapping out, you know, yeah, yeah. but it wasn't. But that those weren't in the cards. So. The only thing I could think of is, is she going to say, I sacrificed this because I needed to show you guys what a role model is, not this alien or blah, blah, blah. I, yeah, we'll, we'll I, I, was, I was wondering if we were going to get another role model one this week. But I guess, we'll, you know, we'll probably get something yeah. defending the actions next week. But, yeah. you know, from here we got a uh, promo from uh, Shug D, a.k.a. Pineapple Pete. Yeah. Well, um, It was fun. Yeah, I was going to ask you because, I mean, there wasn't much in here except just saying how I'm life's been sweet now that he's been called Pete Pineapple despite Pete. being yeah. Shug D for 16 plus years. I mean, I, I enjoyed that they showed some of his uh, his work yeah. um, that, that he's been doing. Because I know he – it's funny because I didn't really know that he actually had, uh, you know, um, connections in uh, as far as his upbringing in England by way of uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Because mm. I, I know that he's done a lot of uh, workout in uh, the U.K., you know, yeah. so – uh, to hear that he was from Leeds by way of Atlanta, I was like, oh, okay. Um, but obviously that's for later. But, yeah, you know, decent promo for Pineapple Pete um, leading up to his match with Jericho later that night. But uh, next we get into uh, uh, Proud and Powerful yep. uh, going up against, uh, again, the tandem of uh, Kenny Omega and Matt Hardy. And, Kenny and, Omega. And before I get into this match, I just got one real quick uh, prediction. I feel like whenever Hangman comes back, he's oh. going to take umbrage. Oh yeah, with with the fact that oh you got a new tag team partner, huh? I I think that a hundred percent. We kind of talked about it last week because if, if first it was Nakazawa, now he's teaming with Matt Hardy. Like he's always tacking with someone that's not his partner, and especially and not to go too far into this, but at the end he starts doing like the delete stuff, like yeah. the gesture, you know. What yeah. I mean, but before we get there, uh, Kenny gets jumped by a proud and, and powerful, and Matt does the the, the guns yeah, with him he, too. He, he yeah, does. Right. yeah, yeah. But yeah, he gets jumped uh, during his uh, entrance by Ortiz and Santana. Uh, Hardy thought, in yeah, the form dude. of Damascus shows up. Why did he take uh, so long to save him, bro? It, it was weird, you know. I, I think he was trying to sell the look of like, okay, I'm Damascus. Like I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not broken, Hardy. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. Okay. Uh, Hardy boy, Hardy, and he does the whole you know forehead bite, the ear bite, the foot bite, and you know the, the fire shoots up. And this is my first, I think, umbrage with this match is Jim Ross again, second week in a row with another he recycles another uh, WWE phrase by saying hellfire and brimstone. And yeah. it's like I get it, Matt Hardy's in the ring, and it's hard not See, to think but, of uh, it's TLC funny and it's, Devon get the table last week, but this week yeah, it's like, come on, dude. It's like, funny you mention that because I was wondering if possibly the reason why they had him take so long in the entrance way before he came and like oh. intervened was because I was thinking there's only one other person that would really even do that in that situation. That would be probably the Undertaker, not American Badass Undertaker, but. You know, the Phenom Undertaker of, say, Kane was getting attacked or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was like, are they possibly trying to make his character kind of that, you know, uh, powerful, I guess, in, in sense of presence or uh, uh, or uh, impression? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, you know, not to, again, go all the way back or later, but, you know, even when, you know, uh, he approaches the inner circle for the reasons we'll discuss in, in a bit – they all ran off, and there's five of him and one of him. Yeah. So I was like thinking that was kind of weird, you know. But again, maybe it, it's maybe it attributes to how they're trying to showcase or uh, control the you know impression that yeah. this character is going to be no, having from definitely. from. Um. Uh. The only 
I, go go I, ahead because I, I, I got say, I, I got some criticisms. Yeah, I have a few things. I was just well because this, this match was 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 I mean it was okay and then it turned into like yeah. a cluster, dude. Like yeah, what I liked was uh, Santana hit a really nice suicide dive on yeah, the Matt Hardy. Um, I liked the twist of fate, even though Ortiz broke up the pin. I really yeah, liked, he's been snapping them off too. Yeah, he's definitely been some and, good and ones. I really liked uh, see Omega did this spot where he Irish whipped Santana to the corner. Ortiz was on the apron and he did like a springboard schoolboy, which basically set up oh, Santana yeah. to do his backwards to, rolling cutter. Yeah, I've seen him do um, it that way a little and, a few uh, times. But the one thing besides that I found amusing besides uh, Jim Ross calling North Carolina North Khaki Lackey, yeah, it was hilarious. Was uh, him comparing Kenny Snapdragon to um, Hiroshi Tanahashi? Yeah. I was very surprised yeah. by that. And even before that. And I would have to say, Kenny really threw up some jazz hands before he hit that double. Bro, Kataro okay, crusher, thank you, dog. thank you for because this is what I wrote. Like, like really did though. Omega like, like, was way extra in this match, dude. I don't know if this is a case of hearing the ever popular cornet criticisms of Kevin uh, Kenny Olivier. It, it's starting to feel where, that where, way. Where now he points it out, and I just can't unsee it now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just really in there in this match from the from his movements even to the way he tagged uh, Hardy in at times. You yeah. Know? Oh no, definitely. Um, you know, and also, uh, and, and and I may be wrong on this, and I wrote the, the, just in case because I obviously I've been known to be wrong. I'm typing notes as I'm watching this, folks, so I can't mm-hmm. watch everything. Um, but I thought it was useless for Matt Hardy to have the blood in his mouth, and then for the commentary team to not know where to well, well, well to to make light like you know oh where's that blood from his mouth. Oh, that, and then, you know, JR says from Santana's ear. And yeah. then Santana has no blood coming yeah, out of his I, ear. Yeah, I thought that was that was really it's dumb just, from a it's logic useless. standpoint. Yeah, yeah, you know. I um, heard it, and I knew what it would offer, but it did them no favors without physical evidence. Now, I just got to get to the biggest criticism of this match. <laughs> I think you may you may or may not share this, but. I, this is what about Sammy. Why the fuck did Sammy need to come out there? I mean, yeah. he, he really didn't, especially if, especially if him coming out to the match is not going to add to the match in any way. Like, if he's coming out with a chair in the neck brace just to take the twist of fate, but not to be a distraction for P&P to get the win, Yeah, it, I thought it was bad business. It, it, it was it – was, it made Sammy look bad. I mean, it seemed like it only served to produce the match that would be announced later, you know, that night for next week, which would be Hardy versus Sammy G. But yeah, it's but, like they've been they've been trading barbs for a little bit, so it's not so much that you had to set it up. And, and he a, just hit him with a car. Yeah, and, <laughs> so I, and, and, like, I, and that was the other thing was I felt like you know because uh, I, I thought it was cool that Matt Hardy you know he, he had the ice pick in which you haven't seen. In yeah, a while. Uh, yeah, I thought but, that was pretty and that's cool what too. brought Sammy out. But it was like kind of weird to go, oh you. Okay, I haven't seen anything with you wearing like on social media wearing a brace Especially or anything. So since, you thought there yeah. would have been like some sort of like arrival of Sammy G early in the in or the, some sort the, of announcement, I guess, of, of, yeah. of, of his uh, updated status. So, yeah, because it took... kind of seemed a bit hokey, and then to, to go and take the twist of fate, which he drilled him, which yeah. you know, but. You know, he's also good at taking like the paradigm shift and all those moves I, like that. You know what I mean? I, so. I just thought, from a booking standpoint, that that was beyond any psychology I would have put as far as like, it just no, didn't make sense for him man, to, to like like to have him come out there and then not even give tip the win and the and because I, I just feel like Proud and Powerful has been off TV way too long where they need to be booked booked to look strong. Right I now, I agree you know with I mean? that, but the, um, the only thing I could argue that with is the fact that. Um, you know, because we do see a V trigger, which would lead to the Avalanche uh, twist of fate, and yeah. um, would give Matt Hardy his first victory televised AEW match. Um, you know, very true because the debut they lost. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, and I thought that was weird that, that, that they lost, but I thought the bigger picture was the reemergence of Inner Circle as a whole. But, um, yeah, I mean, you, I, I agree with you. That match was had potential, but, yeah, I think they wanted to do too many things. Yeah, it. no, I... Because I, I, they try to go, Jericho, I think, sent out Sammy G. Yeah, like, yeah, they were doing, like, a lot of pulling at straws, and not it didn't sound so much like it was planned, or, yeah, or but, like, like they were they were even sure about what was going on, which, yeah. again, the unpredictability factor is great, but not when it sounds like you guys are, are just, you know, yeah. totally clueless. Exactly. Um, it's up and down. Uh, but, you know, uh, after this, we did get a uh, an interview, uh, Taz Allen. and Darby Allen, and uh, we got Taz... You know, some more or less sort of attempting to apologize for his comments last week because I think he was trying to at least come off like he understood maybe his approach was a bit yeah. uh, uh He realizes he put offensive. his foot. Yeah. Yeah, but put I feel like – but he put his mouth. foot in his mouth again. Though. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, he's kind of underestimates Darby's amateur wrestling background and then, yep. you know, while again soliciting his help to Darby – um, yeah, because he's like, oh, he used a basic amateur wrestling like said, move. He, it's he, a tilt. And, a til- and I, he tries to explain it to him. He's like, yeah, I, know I know what, what that t- is. I know what a tilt is. I, I uh, took third place overall. Yeah, state of Idaho. Yeah, I was like, man, uh, you look like a uh, – look like you got orange in your face, buddy. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, oh, oh. Um, from, yeah. from here, I have my the shortest uh, note I have ever. <laughs> Because I usually is this about the announced contestants or this, no to the Sheeta? No, yeah, this was because I was because usually what I do is I'll, I'll write the uh, title of what the segment is in bold and then I'll, I'll write my notes underneath. Yeah, it. same. So it's just it is no notes. It's just the bold title. It just says Nyla Rose attacks Hikaru Sheeta with kendo stick. Yeah, I just put Sheeta's interview when Nyla interrupts by hitting her with her own kendo stick. I Which, mean, it, is it? I, I felt weird that I was like, look, I mean, and I, I'm not trying to bring. You know her personal business out there with Nala Rose and obviously everything, but it's so weird to me that <laughs> they're just so like so so trigger happy with the B word. It's just so well, hilarious. I think it's to one me. of those things where she's a woman. Yeah, despite yeah, yeah. Anything, yeah. Like how you feel, and I think it's just been a while, if any time, that women can cross the line like men can verbally in That's a wrestling true, setting. Though. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I, I so I don't mind that, but I, I, I get what you're saying. I think sometimes it becomes too much her thing, especially where there's like a little smirk at the end because it kind of yeah. felt like more of like a hijinks more than yeah. it was like, like, aha, gotcha. No, it, I was going to say, it's funny you, you said because I was like, it felt more like it was a rib, like on BTE. Yeah. It, and, you and know it, what I mean? Exactly. And it wasn't like on BTE. Thank you for saying that. Like Sheeta's been saying she hasn't been able to find her kendo stick. You know what I mean? She yeah. didn't walk to the ring like – Looking around, looking under the apron, which I News don't know us. if I'd want to see see that. And then it's also not like she went for it under the ring during the Fatal Four and was like, "Man, where'd it go?" That would have worked too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, just simple it, things like some that. Some just but, you know, little little things yeah. that help build the story and a little continuity. Um, but but uh, yeah. we did get the uh, the salt of the earth. Oh yeah, taking on Lee Johnson. Uh, the return of the century, MJF. You know, easy squash match from a uh, quote-unquote injury. I love how he's wearing his nerds collab jacket. That I guy, did. That, he, yeah. he knows. Oh, of course. They're using that guy smart, man. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, it's and it's funny because I saw the the the, the people behind nerds clothing a lot mm-hmm. while at Starcast, and then it's so cool, like the blessing that they've gotten with being able to work with them exclusively. Because I know they released jackets for um, Proud and Powerful as well. Yeah, no, um, yeah, all so, those and Janela and and I think yeah, yeah. There's a quite a few. So mm-hmm. yeah, shouts. I mean, which is kind of funny when you think about it. It's like 
yo, we, I mean, we kind of don't need our ch- uh, chalk line. We got our own chalk yeah. line. You know what I mean? But no, but chalk line still got that trip. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I was um, going to say, the only <laughs> notes I really have for this was uh, commentary confirming Baker versus Statlander uh, and private party versus best friends for a number one contendership for the tag titles at Double or Nothing. Uh, we, um, also, we also had a pro- post-match promo I'll, from I'll, – Oh, oh yeah, I, I was gonna get there. I oh, was, did they say that? Was that before the no, no, during no, the match? They they said it during the match. Oh, okay, basically. okay. Yeah, so they mentioned that. Uh, the only thing I can say is hell of a power bomb to the apron by MJF. Uh, yeah, and a nasty looking, I must say, butterfly style shoulder breaker, and then salt of the earth uh, Fujiwara armbar for this uh, submission victory. And you're right, there was a post match where he basically said. Can't wait to face Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt. You got open contract match. I'll see you as a warm up next week. So you said you mentioned something about him working stiff against the guy too. I don't. I don't oh, yeah, yeah. Him. He was like, "Oh, I'm. I got ring rust. You know, ask this dude. You know." And it's just kind of like, "Yeah, that's." I get what he was trying to do, but it was like, eh. "He said something about like competition is can be uh, stiff, Hunley, <laughs> just yeah. a little bit stiff." And oh, yeah. I was like, "Okay," mm-hmm. uh, but we did get pineapple Pete shook. D versus uh, Le Champion, Chris Jericho, and uh, my first note has nothing to do with wrestling. I just love how the entire squad came out with Jericho ring ready. I, you know what? It was, <laughs> I, I wrote that. I literally wrote, inner circle shows up like they're ready to do something despite looking beaten and better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true, too, yeah. And uh, I had to note, uh, this, and, and Tony did a great job doing it, noting that a Pineapple Pete t-shirt seems to have been made, and Jericho's wearing it. Smart oh, guy no, getting Jer- him over. As soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, Jericho just made just yeah. get got, just this, got you a check my my friend oh yeah but this is a squash um yeah he, he lays nice little out flurry with the, uh, judas effect and then we get a post-match promo where they yes. challenge the elite the elite i should say to the first ever quote-unquote stadium stampede match at double or nothing a, <laughs> i got uh, basically I, a multi-man street fight i would say i was gonna ask this, like is this a, the like a stadium is this a, just an eighty thousand uh seat version of an empty arena match to me, it's it's this. I, I think it's like the bunkhouse brawl. It's I think it's similar to oh, the stampede, okay. but I think they threw okay. a little. You know, they got the Jags right there in the you know in, in terms of the revenue hey, stream. So why wouldn't they, Con? They you know, definitely point been yeah. doing some uh, good stuff with the you know making good use of the fact that the the stadium is right there for sure. So mm-hmm. um, I did love the the post match promo that we got here um, also, which. Uh, uh, obviously, we got it uh, in a, a return of sorts. With, oh, with uh, Vanguard, you mean? Vanguard one, and uh, I, I loved yeah. how he. First of all, he came in with the shirt. Yeah. And I just got a. Uh, I wrote this down because it was hilarious. He was like, he was talking about, oh, you finally brought the shirt back, huh? Uh, oh I, yeah. He said, I had warrants across seven different states for your grand larceny. Yeah. Hold this, big man, and I loved how he just like took this shirt, but it was just so smooth transition, like how he said. He's talking to a fucking drone, talking about yeah. seven seven state warrants for grand larceny, and then immediately, hey, hold that, big man. Oh yeah, no, and it, it, it goes seam- right back to his spiel. Yeah, seamless. Um, seamless. and then of course, you know, we had Vanguard, of course, accepting the yeah. challenge on behalf of the elites. I wrote visually, yeah, because it was yeah, he can't uh, talk obviously, and then Jericho would try to rescind his offer. Which was just the setup, you know, introduces uh, Floyd, I was like, apparently, ask- the <laughs> baseball bat. But it seemed like he might have flubbed the line or something. Like, he, when he, he was said Floyd, s- he, like, paused a bit. And I'm just like, like he was going to say, like, Flo- like something, right? Yeah, I feel like maybe he was going to say something and then say, like, like Floyd or something like that. And maybe I think he, he jumped the gun on his punchline. Yeah, it's, I, I thought I was the only one that, that kind of caught that same energy. Yeah, but they um, uh, basically, quote, unquote, smashed at the smithereens, like Tony said. Yeah. And uh, they stomp him out and 
basically Hardy shows up, and as Jim Ross says, it's like a family member, uh, quite frankly, is being destroyed, as ridiculous as it sounds, you know? But you know what? Uh, Hardy, he was selling it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't over the top, but it was like the face he was making was really good. Very concerned. Um, yeah. For those that follow, um, I forgot what is it, uh, uh, what's the name of his series? It was Free to Delete. Yeah. You know, and, and everything he's done before then, you know, they know obviously how big oh, yeah. uh, the connection is between him and Vanguard 1. Uh, obviously stems all the way back to the Matt Hardy version 1 gimmick, you know, um, if people really know. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, I thought it was uh, – I, I didn't know I didn't I didn't think that we were gonna see Matt Hardy come back out again. I don't know what this was done for outside of just uh mind games, but I mean it is worth noting that uh they you know, there was a few announcements after this, you know. Yeah, but I, um, I was also gonna say it was weird for Jericho to kinda coin the wild, wooly, and dastardly. Like all in the same promo. It's like, man, okay, man, I, you know, you know get it. You're, you're, the, the the whole time I was like, like don't be on the nose with it. You I know was like, what I, mean? I, I know that Mark McFly is smiling when yeah. he hears this word dastardly. <laughs> but no, you're um, right. We do get announcements. We have uh yeah we had a few. So we had announced uh Nyla Rose versus uh Hikaru Shida will now be a no DQ no count out match for yep. uh next week. Oh no I'm sorry for uh excuse me for for double or nothing for yes. the for the mm-hmm. AW Women's Championship um, seemingly uh, since I guess uh, the elite officially uh, accepted on behalf of Vanguard One, yeah, um, that's another huge match that's advertised for Double or Nothing as well. Because I, I up, you baby. know, yeah. Um, we also had a uh, next week face to face interview. I want to ask how you felt about this. It said between Jake Roberts and Arn Anderson. I'm waiting for the barbs to be thrown. I mean, you got two guys with with notable voices that know how to think quickly on their uh, feet. So I, I'm I am very much looking forward to this, especially Arn Anderson. Yeah, and especially Anderson being off uh, TV for so long. Yeah, I, I thought that was a, a pretty. This is a pretty good lineup for next week. And then we also had. Uh, advertised John Moxley versus Ten of the Dark Order, mm-hmm. um, and then we also had an announcement for Double or Nothing about uh, the uh, Iron Mike Tyson uh, yeah. presenting the TNT Championship, which of course we brought up earlier in the open. But and, um, and yeah, the aforementioned Sammy G versus Matt Hardy, oh yeah, Phoenix versus Orange, and uh, MGF versus Marco Stunt. But this will bring us to the main pretty event, good, my friend. Pretty good lineup for next week. Yeah, though, I, yeah. I think especially so for too. a go home. Yeah, yeah. So oh, that will be the go. Yeah, yeah you're right. It's next so, Saturday, man. Surprise, um, Moxley is in well. Yeah, we did we'll get uh, Mr. Brody Lee here versus uh, the fallen angel Christopher Daniels, yes. which, you know, a lot of people were wondering why this match didn't happen sooner, sooner yeah. since, you know, we haven't seen Christopher Daniels since Brody's debut, where he yeah. pretty much, uh, you know, revealed himself as the exalted one, so... Um, but I thought there was some good uh, storytelling here, and it was not like all the other matches that Brody has been uh, featured in oh, up no, till now, so, which to me had to be a really, a really big yeah, uh, deal, I, especially with them in the main event. Shout out to uh, Brody Lee, man, and, yeah. and getting that main event spot too. Man. I thought notably stuff were things like uh, you know him entering with ten by his side, and he's, yeah. he's wearing the belt, and even uh, corrected Dasha on the introduction, call him the self-proclaimed AEW. Champion, yeah, I forgot to add know? that he still has. Uh, the AEW championship that he's stolen from Mox, you know. Um, mm. He, uh, you know, there was plenty of interference and hijinks here with uh, Ten getting involved along with the rest of the Creepers, which ob- obviously like, ushered in the uh, aid yeah. of SCU and even Coke Cabana, Though I, uh, yeah. you know, jumping the barricade from being a fan, uh, you know, now in the ring helping fight them off. Um, you know, they kept saying it was like uh, – they always say there's decisions based on the ref's opinion. Yeah, and discretion. Um, yeah, thank you. That was the right yeah, word. Yeah, they. Hi- uh, I know what you. Yeah, they highlighted how none of the actual competitors were exactly harmed or touched during that exchange, which was a really good thing to say because most people would be like, "Oh, how's that not thrown out?" You know. I mean, uh, the other note I had, and you could take it from, uh, from yeah. here as far as how you felt about the matches. 
we had Brody uh, kicking out of the Angels' wings at one. Yeah, you know, and that was the thing was Daniels was in pretty good form here because he hit yeah, he some was. of the classics. He hit the suicide dive. You yeah. see the Arabian press, which the was Koji, really good. The Koji the clutch. The Koji clutch, yeah, which I, I haven't seen him slap on in a while. And especially the way they did that because you noted earlier, 10 did get involved a bit. He does slip a chair in, distracts the ref, and um, basically he – Yeah, you're he, right. He Cracked tried, him in the head with a chair. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, well, he tried – you know what? Yeah, he did. He got his hands up, and Jim Ross. Yeah, did a yeah, good not job. literally, but yeah, he did a good job saying, like, explaining that because you're gonna see that, and like, again, that is like the natural reaction. Move, reaction. If you're in a fight and someone's trying to throw something at you, or like a anything, chair. if you see something yeah. coming at you, you're yeah. gonna try to block with your hands. Exactly, yeah. but it was innovative because the impact from the chair would make him sway off the ropes, and yeah, he would get him in that Koji clutch. But you're right when he hit the Angels' wings. He did kick out at one, and it was and, just and, like, but he had that crap. that old yeah, yeah 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 head shake, and you know we did see a variation, a standing variation of the BME, which I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that was very cool. I've um, never seen him do that before. Yeah, actually. these two had really good chemistry, to be honest. Yeah, and um, but he does try that diving hurricanrana, gets hit with the the midair power bomb. You mean you mean Batista. you mean the the diving flatback? <laughs> it looked yeah, like the oh yeah, definitely definitely <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's the Batista Cena spot. From oh many yeah, years ago. But uh, then he 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 will follow up with the uh, discus clothesline, gets the win. And, uh, yeah, you know, he does the same thing. Tells Dasha to reintroduce him, you know, correctly. And then the you know, Creepers are there and join but, him. But also but, uh, calls him calls him the, the, the AEW champion yeah, again. Yeah, and the like, self-proclaimed. Yeah, yeah, you know. You know and and uh, the Creepers are there to celebrate. But here comes Mox. He's uh, marching down from the stands. And he tears through a couple of them. And uh, you see Brody end up shoving one of them into the ring. One of the Creepers, I mean, to kind of be a sacrifice and he, while he hightails it and yeah, he gets drilled with a paradigm shift and grabs the mic. Um, basically says he admires guts uh, and sees an opportunities, but he will not suffer the disrespect. Uh, says Brody made a very foolish deci- uh, decision and will pay dearly with interest. Um, I, I, I got to say, like, he, the, he, the way, I don't know, he, me personally didn't really come off as pissed off as they made him seem earlier. No. And I don't know if it was just because he was working with some the Creepers or whatever, but... That was very weird to me. It was like, yeah, you're obviously here to get your belt back. And, you know, okay, maybe the first two, yeah, you got to knock them off to get yourself inside the ring. But, like, why wouldn't you, like, just go for Brody? Go for Brody. Yeah, I was, I thought that I, I was kind of weird. Or, or why would you come from the stands? Like, why not just roll up from the stage behind them? Yeah. Because they're going to, yeah. You know what? Like, this is a time they should have borrowed from WWE. You know what WWE would have done? He would have been a creeper, or he would have been a cameraman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I could see that. He would that. have been dressed up, and he, he probably didn't want could, to do that. Though, and they you know could have I mean? really Austin that thing, and, and you know, circa, uh, you know, I mean, like in the Attitude Era, where he would have been so close, and then he, he would have drove off with the, you know, what I mean, while while the creepers are all getting their yeah. ass kicked because he opened a can of whoop ass. Yeah, you know no, I know saying? exactly what you're saying. Like that suspense of him yeah. almost getting it back, only to be like, you know, that just gets so close. Yeah, and it amps but no up, cigar. Well, we'll see. We do have well, go home, and well, he does say he's gonna bring a hellstorm. Well, of violence, I, I was so. uh, before you. Yeah, well, I was gonna end on that because yeah. that was probably the best thing of that whole promo. To be honest, I, I wasn't agree. a fan of the promo, but. Um, I thought that we kind of should have had some sort of interaction between him and Ten before yeah. their match, mm-hmm. so we can get some sort of glimpse. I mean, yeah, we yeah we seen him last week uh, with the with the spine buster and stuff like that. Yeah, but I thought maybe it could have added a little bit more drama leading to that match. You know, do I expect Ten to win? No, but I I don't expect him to be a pushover with the way he was positioned as. I mean, he was the only one Brody didn't feed to him. Yeah, you know, and um, 
but yeah, I mean, other than that, uh, you know, that was pretty much the end of the show. Um, I'm just overall excited for uh, their next uh, pay-per-view, finally. Yeah. Uh, they kind of been on standstill since Revolution. We obviously had the special event advertised for Blood and Guts in uh, Newark, New Jersey that had to be canceled. Um, still no word on anything going on. I'm really hoping that the Stampede, uh, the Stadium Stampede is not a uh, consolation prize to that because I would really like to see that come to fruition still. Hopefully, yeah, maybe and- it's like a... a the second phase of this feud between the elite or the and elite inner circle. That was another yeah, concept that, you talked about at the compound. Yeah, you did. that could, I mean, that's the thing. They have free reign because they don't have any precedent set yet in their company. So they can, they have that advantage to change whatever they they want on the fly as far as what they, the, the presentation of it. Tr- no, that's very true. Uh, and to that point, do you think maybe they're, they're trying to stay away from the compound for now because WWE just is kind of cranking out produce stuff right now. They don't want to like, I don't say compete rather than be on that playing field. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like they're already with, uh, within the, the conversation in a certain, uh, aspect. Yeah. Narrative as is when it comes to WWE. So I'm sure if there's a way to help separate the uh, frequency of that yeah you know um but at the same time wrestling nothing's original wrestling either you know so um it's just yeah. one of those things man i mean the, the kind of aw is a proving ground right now so they're 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 gonna be in the hot seat damn if they do damn if they don't but you know for those that enjoy it like we do man we're gonna objectively pick out the yeah. stuff that we thought could have been a little bit better but doesn't make us right either man i mean no i because my thing is i don't know i get you need guys to bump for 10, because you can't make 10 be the bump guy. Yeah. But I feel like, at the same time, if you got 10, why do you need so many, like, creepers? You know what I mean? Like, because 7, 8, 9. <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So, um, but, we'll yeah, man, that, goes, that, man, that was the wars of this week, man. Um, yeah. Definitely. I, I, honestly, uh, judging based off the lineup that we announced for NXT, too, both shows have some pretty... Pretty promising action coming up for uh, yeah. next week, so you're going to be looking forward to yeah. that. Again, I was a fan of the Cameron Grimes-Finn Balor match and the Carrion's uh, uh, promo. promo, yeah. Yeah, well. you know what? I, I was a fan, actually, of – I've been enjoying the Cruiserweight tournament matches. I really have been. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. They've, they've really turned my uh, – changed my mind about it, you know what I mean? So uh, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed uh, certain aspects of AEW. I enjoyed the Darby Allen segment and stuff like yeah. that, too. Oh, I liked Imperium um, one of those straps. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't, was at, I wasn't mad at that. Again, I thought maybe there was a little bit, maybe too much featuring of uh, uh, the King of Bros and Timothy Thatcher, but, you know, because I, I don't, I mean, they kind of treated it like it was a main a main event yeah. uh, feud, and it just literally formed that night. You yeah, know? So, and then at the same um, time gave it away for free on TV. Yeah, true, yeah, you know, and, and, and in the same night, you know, yeah. so... Um, but you know, overall, man, you know, like you said, we enjoyed what we enjoyed, uh, certain things, you know, we're, we're going to talk about it. We're going to call it out, whatever, whatever, but we'll definitely be back next week uh, again with some Wednesday night war coverage, but I think it'll be a little bit different as we're going to get into some predictions for double or nothing. I think that would be the event that started it all for the KJS crew, you know, did all in. But as a crew, we did that double or nothing drive, and it's just so many memories. I mean, even earlier today, I did another podcast. Shout out to uh, podcast legend killers, Eddie Lynch, man. He added me on the hey. show as a guest. He was a uh, one of the things he does. He does t- different takeaways where he was asking me to, to recommend a match, and one of the ones I definitely recommended was uh, Dustin Rhodes and Cody, man, and um, because it's different being there. And then I, you know, I got to watch that match back again. Uh, you know how they shot it, 
how they produced it for for the TV and yeah, it's vignettes, just, yeah, the it's, video package. It, yeah. it still it still gets you there, man. Stands, it, yeah, man. Um, but yeah, man, definitely excited for next week. Uh, again, you guys, thank you for listening and uh, supporting us. We are back on Facebook. You can find us. Our uh, username is at Quincy Jones Show. Uh, we got the official profile page as well as the Facebook page up, man. Uh, feel free to uh, support us. If you guys were part of the original 6,000, I say thank you with my full heart and soul. Um, and I just ask one favor, and that's to you know, pledge your support again, man. We're out here trying to rebuild. Uh, sort of in the rebuilding phases right now since, uh, you know, Zuckerberg is a hater, um, as well as Tony Khan. I got to put you out there. But uh, you guys, feel free to follow us. <laughs> Khan! <laughs> that was nice. Uh, feel free to follow us on all social media, man. That is The Quincy Jones Show on Instagram. That is uh, Quincy Jones Show on Facebook, as well as Quincy Jones Show on Twitter. Feel free to hit us up, The Quincy Jones Show, at Gmail for all independent wrestlers. If you guys are looking for an outlet to put any of your creativity out there, you guys have some T-shirts for sale. Anything we can do to help bring some money your way in this financial uh, time right now, hit us up, man. Hit us up. We want to help out. We want to get the word out. Um, anyone that could use the platform, hit us up by all means. And, again, if you guys are possibly looking for a creative space, an outlet of some sort, uh, if you guys want to, you know. Real talk, man. You guys heard what we did with Leo. I mean, yeah, he talked wrestling, but he came here talking his album release. Yeah, man, man so. we don't we don't have to keep – I mean, if you guys have other stuff you got going on, obviously with the quarantine, you guys have to keep yourselves busy in some way, Side shape, or form. You know what I mean? Put it out there. Let us know, man. We, the people want to know. Your fans want to get to know you. They want to connect with you, especially now. I mean, we're so used to being able to go and watch you and just be so enamored with the, with the performances and stuff like that yeah man i mean i know a lot of you guys uh, i want to say a lot of you guys like i know everyone but you know th- there is some suffering going on there's a way we can help kjs is here hit us up don't hesitate the quincy jones show at gmail.com and if you guys are still hurting here's a little bit of music for your soul yeah man check it out you already know what it is it is me doc lesson a hip-hop hybrid the only one in existence for the underground and the mainstream sides of hip-hop and as well as the underground and mainstream sides of pro wrestling man go ahead and check me out on any platform that you enjoy streaming your music if you don't want to pay you want to just go ahead and dip your toe in the stream go ahead and stream your boy on spotify got so many tracks on there from strong style and profiling which boy mega ran and of course my twin brother here quincy jones go and everything in between of course there's uh, the theme song that i love triple h triple h because i'm a hip-hop hybrid go ahead and check it out and if you don't go on spotify go on itunes go on pandora go on amazon google all the above title title pandora Follow your boy at Doc Lesnar on Instagram. Follow Tower Gang on Instagram. And, of course, follow Doc Lesnar on Facebook and Twitter at I'm Doc Lesnar. And that's where you'll find your boy, man. And when there's smoke, there's the Street Profits now. But top guys, out. <laughs> <laughs>